got a bunch to talk about today, all right? It's the Big Guys Podcast. Ryan, how are you doing, buddy? Everything good? I'm doing good. I uh, My family left me today, but not permanently. <laughs> you got a cool NASCAR hat on. Listen, we got a lot to talk about today on TBG. We've got a bunch of topics to cover. We're going to we're gonna cover Georgia TCU. We're going to talk about uh, what's going on this week in the world. And let me tell you, there's a lot going on this week in the world. I don't know if you know any of it, but we'll find we'll out. We're going to talk about uh, the NFL last week, recap our bets, talk about wild card weekend coming up. We've got the fattest thing you've ever done, or this week, I'm sorry, the fattest thing we've done this week. I say that because this week it might be the fattest thing I've ever done. We'll get into it later. Nice. But then we're going to, uh, we got an interview, our first ever interview with our buddy Tommy. We're going to talk a little bit about the UFC fights that are coming up, fight night. We're going to get yeah. into that. And we've got Ryan's Random Thoughts. New segment. We've got a bunch of cool stuff to talk about, a bunch of fun stuff to talk about on the big guys today. Ryan, let's just dive right into the topics, all right? You ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's rock bells. Okay. Georgia TCU. Okay. That segment's over. Okay. I mean, that yeah, was I mean, what an ask. We have been more right. I don't think so. That was not fun. <laughs> I know. It felt good to be right about that one, bro. I mean, because we hit every bet. I, you know, we had first quarter over 13 and a half. That was huge. Uh, I, just to, it was, sweat. I sweat, though, because I did that single game parlay. I did Georgia first half, Georgia minus two and a half. And then I did under 72 and a half. And yeah. so thankful they missed that extra point. Thank yes. That, I was going to bring that up. The extra point that really in a game like that, you know what I mean? For for it to work out at the number that you had and it still come down. I mean, 65 to 7, right? Is that what it was? 62 7, 65 7. It was an ass kicking. But for yeah. you to come down for that one kick, for it to matter, for you to backdoor that parlay in some sense, that was that was, was ginormous. Nice. For us to both lay 12 and a half and win in yeah. a national championship, that felt good. Well, let's talk a little bit about what happened. Okay. So right, right off the rip. You know, Stenson Bennett is a is a fun topic to talk about because he's a great college story, and now you have to put him up there. And, you know, when you talk about college football, he's always going to be there. Back-to-back champs, he's 25 years old. He's an older player. He's, you know, everyone knows his story, not recruited. And right now, maybe he goes and gets drafted in the third, fourth round. Somebody is going to take a chance on Stenson Bennett. But the boy balled out. My favorite tweet, and I am so sorry I forget who tweeted this out. Um, I could I'll probably find it on Twitter. I'll give you credit when it, where it's due. Um, someone can look this up. But someone tweeted out, Bennett will make a great slot receiver for the Patriots. So that was a great tweet. He's he's lightning fast, dude. I mean, lightning. There's no 5'9 quarterbacks. In he's, listen, he's a little guy. And I think, <clears throat> excuse me. We're going to try our best not to cough in everyone's face this episode. We're, we're feeling much better. But Stenson Bennett, dude, I mean, first off, just right off the rip, Georgia is just a, a substantially better football team. TCU had a really good season. It's a nice season. It's easy to get upset about this ass kicking that happened. But TCU is a nice team, and they got as far as they can possibly get. It's still abundantly clear. There's only X amount of teams who are still competing on that level of Georgia. Now, Georgia is the new standard. I think we – all will put Alabama's taking a back seat. And you know Nick Saban's going to – that's going to be fuel for his fire. And you still have the Clemsons of the world and the Ohio States and the Michigans 
Notre Dame's going to be really good next year, I think. So, Colorado. Colorado. I mean, listen, I'd love to see what they're going to – I mean, Deion signing players left and right right now. So I just think this was another example of it, – it's just NFL. It's, I mean, it's NFL team. The whole entire team left last year. They all went to the draft for, like, I think, like 17 guys. And they just rolled this team in and won again. They're only going to continue to recruit Kirby Smart. First off, the uniforms are awesome. George's always been for a while. Didn't, didn't, they have, didn't they have Chubb, Gurley, and Michelle on the same team? Like yeah. they've been doing this Crazy. for they've been doing this for a while. Matt Stafford was there for four years, I believe, and he just I mean he didn't win a national championship. But that's the other thing, right? This team, everyone's already rooting against them. That's just like how I mean, funny how things work. Everyone's like, oh, back to back. Are they bad for college football? You hear that kind of bullshit. Listen, this team was always there for the last 30, 40 years. They couldn't win the big game. They're back-to-back national champs. Kirby Smart is the man right now. They're only going to get better, you know. Yeah, I just I feel, them. they want us some money. Love them, and that's it. And that's it. I mean, I don't have much on this game besides Georgia's a lot better. TCU had a nice season. Stenson Bennett, in my opinion, is going to go down as a top ten college player. He's just the story how it worked out. College football is over, Ryan. Okay. It's NFL time. It's yeah. NFL time. We have a bunch to talk about with the NFL. And uh, let's just start right here, okay? You know the segment, our biggest regret of the weekend. Probably why we never win. We never win because you are fat. The biggest regret of the weekend, Ryan. Mine's easy. Mine's easy, too. I didn't bet Madison to score a fucking touchdown. <laughs> and, and here's why. Just because I'm stupid, I forgot. And the second it was like one o'clock, and you texted me, I was like, "Holy shit, I forgot! To hit, I forgot to put him in my parlays, which I would have hit. I had a nice little day, but that's my biggest regret of the weekend. That was an easy winner. We talked about it last week. What's your biggest regret? My biggest regret is thinking that the Packers were a real football team. I mean, that was a mm. fucking joke. That yeah. was. That they tried to lose that game ten times over. I mean, it's Aaron Aaron Jones in the a great run after catch fumbles. Aaron Rodgers just you know when you know they're blitzing, they're sending seven guys, and your only play is to close your eyes and throw it up. Uh, it's just not going to end well. And I just thought maybe, just maybe, they would have a better plan, and they did not. And then in the first, I don't know, the first quarter, definitely the first half. When they are fourth and one or whatever they were, fourth and yes. one, they run the fucking reverse to Lazard. And that is the dumbest. They ran like three run plays in the first half to wide receivers for a total of one yard. And like, he got he got tackled, two. he got tackled for like a loss for like four yards on that play, too. You need a yard and you don't give it to Jones or Dylan. I just or you just they wait till the third quarter when they're losing to run the sneak. And it gets yeah. four or three yards, no problem at all. So, like, why are you waiting to run the plays that work? I don't – Yeah, and, and and we found out at the beginning of that game it didn't matter for the Lions, right? I mean, Seattle gets the win um, against the Rams, and so they go into that game, and I you give them credit. Dan Campbell said he's like, fuck it. We're just like, you know, they're obviously pissed, but, like, we win, they don't go to the playoffs. And that's just yeah. – that, that was the mentality I had to have. I know you and I talked about it. Like, do you come out flat as fuck? Do you come out pissed? Like, what do you – I don't know. Sucker, it was a sucker bet. I took the bait. I shouldn't have taken the bait. 
been rooting for the Lions this whole time. It, that was my biggest regret. It's just, you know, and we'll and we'll talk about it when we get to the last game of this week. Like, is it another sucker bet to trust a Hall of Famer who's been terrible the entire year? Yeah. Well, well listen, I'll tell you what. The one thing that does bother me, the reason it's not my biggest regret is because I've been on this Packer train, you know. Pause. But I, I've been on this Packer winning streak with them, and I w- I'm just like, you know, yeah, the Lions, like you said, in hindsight, how do you root against them and whatnot? Um, partially, I, I don't think I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers throw a pass like that, to be perfectly honest with you. Is this Aaron Rodgers' last game in Lambeau? And, and is he retiring? Is he going somewhere else? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I, he's coming back because I think he's owed fifty-eight million or something. So is that all? I don't think uh, I don't think okay. anyone is passing that up. Okay. Well, good talk. Yeah, I don't. Double I mean, up. why Sorry. would he? Why would he pass it up? You know, retire and not get fifty-eight million. And like, I would like to think they would try and make the team better, but this team year after year doesn't really seem to bring in a lot of talent. So I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. It's remember when, very, very weird team. Remember when Le'Veon Bell thought he could get a bunch of money? And then he did get a bunch of money, right, from the Jets? Or who was? Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Antonio Brown. Then he cost himself a bunch of money because he lost his mind. He did lose his mind. Yeah, I don't know about the money part, but I would imagine yes, he lost money. I don't Fair know enough. Strong possibility I'm making stuff. Hundred percent, he lost his mind. That <laughs> yeah. you're right about. All right, listen, Jets Dolphins. Jets Dolphins was another big game with implications. The uh, the Jets lose, but they lose in dramatic fashion with the safety at the end. Miami ends up covering the three and a half. Your heart just bleeds for anybody who bet the Jets that day. Didn't happen. Ends up having a, you know, ends up uh, the, the the Steelers end up winning the game, but they fall short, right? The Patriots lose, and the Dolphins are going to the playoffs. What are your expectations of the Dolphins? I mean, I, Buffalo's lane 13. To get, to, get punched, to get punched in the face by the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Like if, they get, if they don't have Tua, which it doesn't seem like they will, and they don't have Mostert, which seems like he's questionable at best. He might want those two guys. In you the- might want your starting quarterback and your starting running back. <laughs> because as a 49er fan, and I and trust me, I rooted for him when he was on the team, but Wilson ain't the guy. And he fumbles. He's, he's not explosive. I mean, Mostert has proven throughout his whole career he can't stay healthy. But the yeah. other thing he's proven is that he is explosive. Well, last time they played the Bills, he averaged like it was. I think it might have been eight or nine yards a carry. Had a hundred and something yards rushing. Looked great. And the Dolphins have played the Bills tough twice, but with Tua. So I don't yeah. know. Well, that, that, most of one game and then all the next. So it's it's not. You don't have to be a, you know an all twenty two guy to know. Like, listen, if, if Tua's not in that. If he's not behind the center, it just it doesn't it doesn't matter, you know. Like you got to have that guy under center. If you don't, you have zero chance, especially against the Buffalo Bills. Um, but yeah, the the Dolphins end up getting in there. Uh, Cincinnati, they get it done. Ravens, they're in. Uh, like I said, that that game that hurt me was the Seattle and the Rams game. I had Seattle money line. Or I'm sorry, I had the Rams money line, and I had them in a parlay, and it ended up not coming through. But do you have anything? I did I'm have sorry. him in the teaser. So, like, we're going to talk about the good. I had Madison. I had – I did have the Rams six-point teaser. So, we were all over the Vikings. That was yep. great. But I put Carolina, the Rams, and Minnesota in the six-point teaser for plus 160, and that hit great. So, 
Um, I know you didn't get to the money line. They were so close. So close. I know. I know. And Jefferson's wide open at the end of that game. Brutal. It, it was brutal. And, you know, Seattle's a team where – Let's get into it when we talk about Niners in Seattle. Yeah, all right. That that's fair. One thing, the last thing I wanted to say about last week, and we can actually jump into some stuff. So I had I as far as touchdown plays, touchdown, Tony, Tony, touchdown. You know, I had Jamar Chase, I had Diggs, Taysom Hill didn't score. Four clap games, I blanked. I had like Debo and Akers and Sanders. They didn't score. But Alan Zard comes in big, Jamal Williams comes in big, like that. That felt like such a gift. I mean, it was such a gift, those two scoring to hit that. Yeah. After just the way the game was going, like you said, it was like, what is going on out here? Um, so I, I was happy about hitting those. It, it really did. It fixed a terrible two days for me. You hit digs over 100. Oh, good. thank you. Plus 225, digs over 100. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. that was 104 yards. And fucking the Yahoo app. I hate it, but I use it. Then I went to the ESPN app. Game ends. It's telling me he's got 98 yards. I'm doing the math. I was like, no, he just caught a touchdown. He did this. He yeah. did that. Ends up being like 104 yards. We get the win. It worked out. But here's what I want to say. For all the games that happened and all the games that had major playoff implication, the Texans and the Bears, bro. What the fuck are the Texans doing? The Texans get a 4th and 12, a 4th and 20, a Hail Mary to win the fucking game. You know what I saw? Like you know what I saw, which was interesting, and I thought it was kind of funny, is like, <laughs> If um oh sorry that's, did you just break uh, your chair did you just break no, your chair the big guy has a big guy chair okay big guy chair doesn't break but the arms sometimes slide off when you got slippery fat hands <laughs> fair so, familiar yeah. but um so anyways yeah, the but... <laughs> the uh <laughs> I never no I got it so <laughs> what's funny what I read online is that it'd be so funny if the Bears traded fields like the reason the texans did it is because they thought the bears don't need a quarterback so they can have first pick and they're not going to take who they want for their first pick but what if the bears trade fields for a bunch of picks and take a quarterback that'd be great then the texans well, don't get their guy yeah i mean but you can't do that if you think fields is the guy and i i think i think he he's is fucking I, not he's not the guy <laughs> he's not the guy i don't who, who what needs do you to tell them this it, I don't know, like who's working there. I, I go there. Why, He's not the okay. guy. So this, you could say this is like his first season with like some. I mean, he's pretty fucking dynamic, you know. And he's he's obviously can get it done with he's, his he's legs. A good, he's a good runner. Do you? So what do you do? You think that's so? You that's what you, do you would think, do. Do you think Lamar Jackson can win the Super Bowl? Healthy Lamar Jackson, not with that offense around him. MVP season, yeah, I did. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I guess. Well, I'll say, but I'll say this then. I if just didn't you answer put, your question at all. How about that? Well, if you put Fields on, on, I don't know. You get, you need a team with a good defense to put him on. And what I know. Put him on the Giants. Put him on the Giants. Put him on the Niners. Doesn't have to do shit. That's fucking different. You guys have won 10 games in a row with two different quarterbacks. You got Brock Burns. Kyle Shanahan's a motherfucking wizard. I mean, that's different. It's going to take a lot of time. Now, I, I think they have a lot of money, so maybe they can buy a defense because their defense is a joke. But it's going to take a lot of time for them. If he's not going to be able to throw, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. Okay, so let me spin – not spin zone, but, like, let me spin it this way to you. 
because I think it is a good point. I think Bears fans do probably know, hey, we got to pretend and dangle a carrot. We might get a quarterback. So there's more value in that pick, right? But you package that up to another team who does need a quarterback. If, I mean, I know what you're saying, get rid of them and get a bunch of picks. What if you keep them and get a bunch of picks? And you put some talent around this kid who's already electric. He's putting asses in the seats. And I mean electric in the sense, I know you're mad because he threw for like 12 yards the other day and ran for a buck six. Yeah, I'm also a hater. Yeah, that's, that's – I get it. And, <laughs> and listen, I, I said it when he was coming out of Ohio State. I didn't think he was going to be hand up. I thought he was going to be trash. I think he's a lot better than I thought he was. And I think there's just too much – I think there's too much good stuff in what he can do. Would have liked to see him close some games out. You know, towards the end, obviously you want to get yeah, that. Yeah, maybe throw for 100 yards or something. Fair enough. All right, moving forward. Yeah, that was the other thing I thought that was interesting about last week was, did you see the Texans play? Did you see the catch? Did you see Lovey Smith's cool beard? Yeah, cool beard. Awesome beard. Guy's cool beard. awesome. They fired him at about one second after the game, which is kind of bullshit. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, job security cool. It was just cool. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just don't understand what the Texans' plan is. You, you fire coaches, you know, like – Don't waste right. your crazy. time thinking about what these shitty organizations are doing. Don't. It'll kill you. It'll kill you slowly. Well – you got. There's many teams like that in the NFL where they just recycle. <clears throat> the, the commanders are another big one, but we already know that starts at the top and trickles down to bullshit. Like, terrible organization. Terrible. They'll never be good – with what they got. Same with the Texans. So, I mean, and there's other teams like that. Raiders come to mind. I mean, they're just gross. You so. said it. I mean, uh, Raiders, uh, Derek Carr looks like he's adios muchacho. I mean, he's no longer going to be there. There's a lot that's going to happen in the offseason. There's, there's going to be there's going to be – this is going to be a draft, I think, where you're going to see a bunch of trades because this is – it feels like people need a lot of different needs, you know. You I have do, some – I do think it will be a fun offseason. you got a pretty cool draft class coming in, and you got a lot of teams that are going to make a lot of moves. For it's sure. Like, yeah. like a Madden game. Yep. I don't disagree with that. Do you have anything to add to last week's NFL games? I would just say I want to emphasize that we were both up and up well. Like the bets that we hit – if I look back at what I did, we called the Madison TD on the pod. We called yeah. the Lazard TD on the pod. We yeah. called the Viking smashing on the pod. You called the Steelers on the pod. I bet Tampa Bay in the first half because they were playing Brady in the first half. That was yeah. easy money. The Everything that I posted on here hit except for the Packer bets. And then, you know, I was lucky enough to be able to have the four-teamer, Kansas City, Minnesota, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and then cash out at halftime when Green Bay looked like shit. But I would just like to emphasize that if you listen to the pod and you played the bets and you followed us on Twitter or wherever we're posting our plays and played, you won money this weekend. So one thousand percent. And if you've been listening since the beginning, I mean, people who followed me know that I, I'm streaky as they come. I don't claim I'm if I'm fifty percent. I'm happy. I just you know I'm a gambler. I'm a volume gambler. But since you and I started doing this, we both are on a nice little run. We had stretches where it's like, oh, you know, could have been monster scores. Um, you know, I've had some monster scores. You've had some big ones. But since we started doing this and we're talking it out a little bit more, I mean, I think that's helping too. Not like oh, just bullshitting sure. you regularly. So uh, being more disciplined and, try, and trying to get better. But you're you're right. That's a good point to add. And you and you know what? We did have some people ride with us and follow us. And uh, 
and, and mess with the uh, with the football bets. So we'll keep it going. Hopefully, we're gonna we got a lot planned for the NFL, and we've got a lot planned for you know wild card weekend parlays, games, touchdown plays, things like that. But let's uh, like I said, we'll wrap up here. Um, Packers not in the playoffs. Playoffs are set. That was the game that ended it. We all would have liked to see the Lions get in. It doesn't happen. Bears are going to get that first-round pick. That'll do it for, for that. It's wild card week now, right? But before we jump into the wild card games, it's this week in the world. It's this no. world. This week in the world, Rye, okay? I love this one this week. There's so much shit going on. The world's falling apart, okay? I, we're going to start right here. When I say flights are ground in the United States of America, what does that mean to you? I did hear that something happened with some control system and no one could fly anywhere. Okay, so. I'm glad you heard that one because this is one that I was taken back how long it took me to, like, find, like, I don't really watch the news, you know what I mean? But I must my Twitter feed or whatever. I didn't, I just didn't see it. And well, I, think, finally, I think people that are in control of that might have a lot of power and somehow control control it, like not getting leaked out that much. Dude, I I put a video out. I said, you know, well, conspiracy theory. I was trying to post the video on all the planes are landed and just did, did they get hacked. Did you think it was anonymous too? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So long story short, they grounded all the planes. Apparently there's a software that it's called no tab, no pad, some shit like that. And it gives you like vital flight information. Pilot said you can fly without it, but it's the law. You have to have it. Yeah, and it just like gives you some idea of what's going on. What was alarming to me is they kept telling us it was a software issue. It was a small glitch, not a small glitch. It was a big glitch. But at the end of the day, what I was thinking was like, what if what if somebody hacked it? What if you had to travel? Just a pain in the ass. But I thought they were kind of brushing it under the rug. This hasn't happened since 9-11. Aren't there fucking tests that you run on this stuff legitimately every single day? Why like, this there, doesn't make me feel comfortable. Aren't the nuclear codes from like 1993? Why is there one thing that controls it nationwide? Isn't it like, isn't there like national grid east and national like, <laughs> like so like can't you just break it up into different zones so someone can just fuck one zone and then every other zone is okay? Why does it affect everything? <laughs> I don't know. We're way too dumb to, to be talking about this probably, but it just struck me out of like, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, into aviation, asshole. So yeah, speak for yourself. I played flight flight simulator after a couple beers, and let me tell you, I don't know. It's just one of those things where after like the Southwest stuff happened around New Year's, uh, Christmas time rather, and then um, then you have this happen. And here's the thing with this, okay? Nobody like what did they do to fix it? So like. You just all of a sudden you had you just had this like other software that worked. I yeah. don't know how software works. I don't know, but the Control flights were grounded. Lead. I don't. They, they were grounded for like two and a half days. The flights are back in the air. I didn't know if you heard about that. I thought sometimes it was. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to unplug the back of the machine and then plug it back in. I wonder if they did that. <laughs> yeah. Like Thirty seconds and then tried it, but you know. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> like my old man just like hitting the side of the TV back in the day. Yeah. You know? Whatever it was, we know there's some duct tape on it. All right, fair enough. We'll move on. We beat that shit to death. Uh, this week in the world, Ryan. Yes. You're WWF guy, WWE guy, aren't you? How dare you insult the World Wildlife Foundation? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You see the Vince McMahon Saudi Arabia stuff? No. I saw you wanted to sell. Is he going to sell them like no. is he going to live so it, it apparently I don't I I apparently it got reported that he sold like he basically got himself to be chairman of the board and then sold it. He's obviously been paying a bunch of well, you no. know, one of the weeks in the world, and I don't know what fucking week it was, but I saw he became like the number one guy again. So like they can't make a move in selling without his permission. Correct. So yeah. he was in some hot water because he was banging a bunch of people and paying them and to you know not say anything, and that came to light, I believe. So that wasn't a good look. And then fast yep. forward, he's playing some fucking crazy like succession house of cards checkers chess type of shit in the back and he gets he gets his seat back and then he just apparently apparently it's not final it but good chance saudi arabia is taking over golf and wrestling now Whoa. my first my first thought was one my first thought was dustin johnson versus <laughs> Undertaker in a hell of a cell match. <laughs> Can you imagine? Both tall, both yeah. tall guys. No, my first thought was like, he, can Saudi Arabia can Saudi Arabia handle a bunch of rednecks? I don't know if like I don't know if those two cultures line up. As an and don't they fan, hate, I, I'd probably say they can't handle it. I've don't they like? Yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> I thought that was crazy. I mean. This is a family business, and he just fucked over his whole family. Stephanie McMahon, she resigns, and she's just out. This guy just they'll be, they'll be okay. How much fucking money? That's no, I understand. I understand if you have money, but your dad doesn't love you, and your dad just sold you out for like oh five God. billion those kids, dollars. Those kids have known that for a while. Fair enough. Speaking he's of really, selling he out, just, he just walks in like this. <laughs> yeah. You're fired. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the best. That's one of the best quotes of all time. Yeah. In his voice. You yeah. do a good Vince McMahon. You do a good Berman and a good Vince McMahon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I I try. I used to do a decent John Gruden, but I haven't had to do it in a while because he's he's out of the news. You know, I'm telling you what, man. This guy here, man, this guy's a football player, man. I'm telling you, boom, he'll let your mama so hard, man. I'm telling yeah, you. I, you know, it's, I'm working on things, but like listen. That. Yeah, I thought that was crazy news, and all and like everything just kind of happened to, like that once. At least I saw it all at once, like the flight stuff, then then the WWE thing. But speaking of billions of dollars, the Mega Millions, Ryan, it's up to one point three million dollars. Did you buy tickets? I heard that too. My in laws told me that, um, and then we did we didn't buy any. <laughs> okay, okay. So you you not you, how do you not play this one point three billion? I mean, it could happen. I don't know. I'll probably just play a bunch of college basketball bets on Saturday and hope they all <laughs> All right, fair enough. And then, uh, like I said, the, the Mega Millions. Do you play it? How many do you have? I think 10 bucks worth. Nothing crazy. It's just fucking. I don't even know what that is. Is that like 10 of them or is that one? Yeah, one? they're like a dollar a piece or some shit or like two bucks a piece. So, what numbers do you play now? Now I'm just diving <laughs> on you. Just quick. It's just all quick pick stuff. It's, I'm what not going to What do you mean? You don't have any lucky numbers? No, I do, but I don't know how to fill the thing out because I don't play 
and I don't want to take a bunch of time. There's people behind me. It's intimidating. So, so I just go. For you? Yeah. Not the workers. Like they have a machine that picks for you. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you just say, "Give me a quick pick." It's like the horses. If that, if that was my machine, it would pick losers every fucking time. A lot of them do. That like well, most of them yeah, actually. All but one. All but one. Yeah, well, it's the second highest jackpot in the history of what's going on. Uh, speaking of airplanes, Odell Beckham Jr. Did you see what he did? Uh, actually, I read a tweet from him today, and he said that, and I quote. Well, actually, yeah, Purell can get rid of 99.9% .9 of germs, but some will still linger around. Nice. Nice. Deep. Yeah. That, that is deep. Did you happen to see him uh, get a whole entire airplane, deplane, because he was asleep with his pants off and they couldn't wake him up? Did you see any of that? Oh, I didn't know his pants were off, but you know, I'm a big opponent <laughs> for that, so I can't really blame him. Maybe he just got done with work. <laughs> no, you got, you got to see the video. So a couple things I from a guy I don't really have a leg to stand on here because I was also kicked off an airplane once, but just me. I didn't get the whole plane kicked off. I they asked me to leave, I left. He's like a gentleman. But Odell Beckham Jr., he's fucking he's sleeping in first class. No big deal. People pop pills, they take edibles. A lot of people get weird when they fly. This guy apparently he said he just had come from the club. The stewards are trying to wake him up. Shake, 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 shake. He's not responding. He's fucking being a dick about it, I guess. They're asking him to get his seatbelt on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They're hold on. They're asking him to get his seatbelt on. And then he takes his pants off, apparently. So they call the police, they call the sheriff or whoever, the, the flight TSA people. They come there. They don't have the ability to say, we have to kick him off the plane. The pilot or somebody has to say, Do you want us to remove him? So they have this back and forth. And finally, Odell Beckham's like, I'm not getting off the plane. And they say, okay, well, if you want to get him off the plane, we have to get everybody else off the plane because this fucking asshole won't get off the plane. So Odell Beckham Jr. is just talking shit to this old guy who's like, asshole, like, just get the fuck off the plane, basically, is what the guy's saying. And Odell calls him a fat fuck, and he tells him that he doesn't matter to him. Rude. Just an all-time piece of shit move, okay? Speaking from experience. Yeah, but what? What? All right, it's 2023. There's no video of this leak. Yes, asshole. I yes, Ryan. I just this is why this is why. Wait, so what did he do? No, but I need to know now. Now I need to know. So he stands up <laughs> and fucking like undoes his belt and just drops his pants. Down. No, 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 no. No, there's not that. No, you let me. So the video starts when like the the police TSA people get there. And yeah. the T the flight the stewardess the flight attendants are telling the police officers what is going on, right? Yeah. So then you see video of Odell Beckham kind of like out of it, you know, and he's like, "I'm fine. I know where I am." They ask him a series of questions, and he's like, "I don't want to get off the plane." And they tell so they tell him the the stewardess the pilot like he doesn't want to get off the plane. We've asked him questions. He seems okay. The pilot's like, "This is a five hour flight. He, this can't happen." Like. He's like, okay, well, if you want him off, we got to get everybody else off the plane. That's where they told him the pants were off. He didn't just get up, take his pants off, and say, like, you know, suck my dick. Yeah, he was dick. he was sleeping. Okay. I don't. So what? So what happened? Is he? He's not arrested. He's got he's got too much money for this to even matter, right? So that also came up when he was telling the old guy that he's just dumb, fat fuck, and he doesn't care. 
He was like, you're getting off the plane. I'm just going to get a private jet and go home. <laughs> that's what he yeah. told the guy. Yeah, so, that's what I get for calling Southwest or whatever the fuck. Yeah, the moral here is that he was being a fucking asshole. You don't disrupt 200 other fucking people because you're being a fucking baby. That's the that's whole true thing. Too. Yeah. Couldn't they have just strapped his seatbelt on and gone? He's not Hannibal Lecter, and it's a no. We live in a society. You can't just. You can't. No, you can't do that. So, <laughs> no, and plus, what his pants are off. Those together. Yeah, could you, can I just slide your Gucci belt down a little bit? Let me snap these on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen, last thing for this week in the world. I wasn't doing it with my mouth. I was doing it with my hands, you freak. <laughs> Listen, last thing for this week in the world. Golf is back. Golf yep. is back. I drafted Scotty uh, Scheffler in my fantasy golf tournament. Colin Morikawa, he comes out. Kapalua, he's absolutely dominating for the first three rounds. Did you see any of the golf this past weekend? No, I had it on for a little bit down here. Um, I was setting up. Well, actually, I can't say what I was setting up because uh, – Actually, this was a Christmas gift that was also bought for my brother, and okay. he hasn't gotten his yet. So, <laughs> you know what? I just had it on the TV, watching a little bit of it, but I didn't get to see the end. I did read everything about it, saw Morikawa choked the, the end away. and uh, Yeah, it, it, you know, it's hard to say somebody choked when a guy fires minus 10. John Rahm goes 10 under, shoots 63 in the fourth round to win by two yeah, that's I shouldn't say that. He no one can golf that well and choke. So that's my bad. Ron Ron played phenomenal. He did, but at the very same time, Morikawa, you know, he shoots uh one he shoots he, one under for he shoots even for the day. And you can't shoot 72 on that golf course. I mean, as well as John Ron played, there was a lot of guys throughout the week who put up big numbers um and, and had really good scores. One guy that comes to mind, round one, Tom Kim. This kid is a player, man. He's going to play in a bunch of stuff, and he's going to be somebody I'm going to be keeping an eye on uh, for prop bets moving forward. But I'm excited golf's back. We'll be watching that. We'll be talking a little bit about golf. Do you have anything to add or any predictions on golf? I know I'm hitting you with that one. Uh, not yet, but I will. There will right. be, yeah, mostly um... – I think that we can get some good guests on here when we get to the majors and, and things like that. Uh, I got a couple people in mind that I'm going to reach out to, and we'll get some good plays. And, yeah, uh, speak, speaking of guests, we got a guest coming up later, our buddy Tommy Z. We're going to talk a little bit uh, UFC like we uh, talked about, some fight night stuff. I'm excited about it. But, yeah, there was a lot going on this week in the world. The, the, the plane goes down. WWE, the Mega Millions, golf is back. OBJ I hit like 80% there. I, I, yeah. I know 80% of what's going on in the world. It's cool. Who the fuck's going to sign him? I mean, just what a fucking asshole. He just, he's got so much. Dude, fuck off. Like, just fuck off. Like, I just, it's just an can asshole. We on, can we touch on do. one thing that I realized throughout the NFL season? This will be really fast. But speaking of his injury, like, who the hell is going to sign him? Yeah. How good was Cam Akers at the end of the year? Seriously. Yeah. Just an absolute beast. And here's the thing, too, about Cam. He was a multi-touchdown game scorer, too. You know, we were on him a couple times or one time for it, but he did it a couple times. Yeah. yeah so I remember, like, you know, OBJ went to try out for teams, and it didn't look great. But Akers didn't look great. I mean, yeah. I think it just takes a little longer than these superior athletes think. Like, he could probably get his speed back, cuts back, all that. Um, but it might take a little longer than he thinks. Plus, he's no – really, in NFL years, he's not a young guy anymore. 
No, it might take a little bit. My my whole thing with OBJ is it's it's if he's healthy and this and his injuries are okay. I mean, his talent is his talent. Obviously, he was a huge huge part of the Rams winning the Super Bowl last year, getting to the Super Bowl. But he's just an asshole. He was on the Giants. I, and I don't I don't call people like pieces of shit. He's just a fucking selfish fuck. He's just a crybaby, and you can't win with that kind of shit in the NFL, a la Kyler fucking Murray. So you just – I don't know. Somebody well, else – You guys are in the playoffs with Hodgins, my boy Richie James, and whoever else are fucking – Darius Slayton, anyone else are running out there. Well, let's talk about it, okay? Um, that was this – the, the super wild card weekend right now? Yeah, listen. Yeah. I'll tell you what. We've got – Playoff football, it's here. It's always bittersweet. Football's nearly over, but we got playoffs. My team's in it. Your team's in it. Ryan, let's start right with Saturday games. What do you got for me, Seattle, against your 49ers? The Niners are laying nine and a half, over-under is 42 and a half. Is this going to be just an absolute dick smoking? Uh, That's what I think because – the only thing that would worry me about this is it's Pete Carroll's, you know, seeing them for the third time in one season. Um, Good point. Recently, Brock Purdy traveled to Seattle and beat them. So in all his starts, he scored over 30 points, except for when he traveled to Seattle, he scored 21. I happen to think, and I know I'm a Niner fan, so it is what it is, that they will score points this week. And I also think that on defense, they match up really well against the Seahawks. So they're going to try to pound the ball, Walker, control the clock, take it out of our hands. And I do think that the defense is built to stop the run. If you look at the stats, um, you know, you just look at DVOA. Niners number one in defensive DVOA in the year. Uh, If you look at their defense in terms of points per drive given up, they're number one in the NFL. Uh, you look at their offense, they're seventh in offensive DVOA. They're also seventh in offensive points per drive scored. They're sixth in what football outsiders would call DSR. That's when you drive and you either uh, end it with a field goal or a touchdown. Um, and the Seahawks, wow. just they don't match them in any category like that at all. Uh, so when you're looking at the overall schedule this week, and you're just looking at stats and not me talking like a 49er fan. If I was to just put all the stats on paper, the 49ers would be my number one favorite this weekend. Stat-wise, nothing to do with what I think. Yeah, so I, I, I think a lot of people are thinking the Niners are the pick, right? They've Brock Purdy's shown he can play ball. Kyle Shanahan has already shown he's an absolute madman when it comes to you know, game plans, these younger quarterbacks, whoever it is, doesn't matter who the quarterback is. You know, I wonder what they're going to do moving on the next season, uh, you know, with Trey Lance and everything. But as far as this game goes, I just don't see, I just don't see Seattle getting out of here alive. Like, I just don't. Um, I think you're right. I think they're going to try and pound the ball. I think they're going to try and, and control the clock. I don't think they're going to be able to. I just think. This offense is too electric for uh, Seattle's defense, and Seattle's front four, uh, San Fran's front four is just going to, they're going to mush, mush, mush. It's a very tough game to bet because both teams are probably going to run a lot. And so you you might think, oh, I'll pick the under. Then you look at the Niners, and they've been giving up some big plays on defense. Yeah. Then they have to score some points too. And so you look at Brock Party's points, and the only time he scored under 30 is when he traveled to Seattle. 
So then it's like, do you want to take the under 42 and a half? Probably not. Do you want to lay nine and a half? It, it is a home game, but against a division rival that you're seeing for the third time, probably not. So when we get to best bets, I have a teaser later. They'll be part of it, but um, I can't. I can't confidently say the Niners are going to go out there and just spank them by ten or more. Um, See, I think I can because I just think there's. I think it's just too much offense for Seattle to handle. I mean, Debo's back. McCaffrey is just a freak. They're throwing the ball well, and and the and I mean, a healthy Bosa is a bad dude. I mean, the Niners just are clicking, clicking, clicking. They won all their games in November. They won all their games in December. And they're just they just they just plug in quarterbacks. I think I heard somebody say, what if Stetson Bennett was on the 49ers? Like they're probably in the fucking playoffs because Kyle Shannon just knows what he's doing when it comes to I did I did read one thing that that proves how they're superior in the trenches and that in both games playing the Seahawks this year the 49ers have, I think, 44 QB pressures, and the Seahawks have 10 or 11. Do you so, think Do you think Kyle Shanahan's a better coach than Pete Carroll? Uh, until the Super Bowl, where they're both – I don't – I'd say a mean word. <laughs> until the Super Bowl, where they're both idiots. That's all I'll say. Fair enough. Listen, it, but Pete Carroll's got a Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan doesn't. Listen, right? has won. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's proven time and time again that he just can't handle it. The reason I ask you that question is because you keep saying, you know, we're going to see him a third time. We're going to see him a third time. I think I'd be more scared if I'm Seattle, Kyle Shanahan seeing me for a third time. That's just me personally because I think – I just think it's way too much offense for Seattle to handle. Regardless of the team, though, like you got to think they're all professionals. So when you're sweeping – That's true. They are – they're professionals. They get paid to play these fucks. But the this is the first time in I think 25-plus years – the Niners have swept the division. So that just proves how hard it is. Taking taking another 25 years to sweep everybody in there because you play them twice and they just – there's something about division games and it's proven in the stats, you know, in analytics when you look at uh, division games covering and things like that going under, it all it all happens. So that's where I just don't know – you know, and that, that's like the opposite homer of me is like, yeah – I guess in my heart, I think they can go out there and win by 20, but it's like, I just can't, I'm not going to lay it on there. I want to enjoy the game when I watch it. I really do respect, I love this team. I love how friendly they are with one another. They're, they're like a, they're a unit that has fun. And I saw an interview and I don't know if I've talked about this with you or not, or even on the pop, but I saw Legion of Boom interviewed and they said, one of the reasons why they were so good as a unit was because they were all best friends. They went to each other's weddings. They hung out with each other on holidays. They were all best friends. And, like, that's how I feel when I see a 49er video. You see them all joking around together. You got a Harvard-Stanford uh, backfield. They go back and forth all the time in a friendly manner. They're just friends. You have the quarterback and tight end who Iowa, Iowa State, they go back and forth all the time. It's just like they're having fun together like they're friends. And that's why I think it really helps them, like, the camaraderie of the unit. No, there's a lot. There's a lot to be said for it. I, I've I've echoed similarities to the Giants. Like you can just tell that this team like has each other's back. They're having a good time. Just how like a true leader, like a Saquon Barkley, like he's clearly the star of the team. He's always saying Dimes is the leader. Dimes is the leader. But we'll get yeah. to the Giants later. I really like the 49ers minus nine and a half. I'm not going to touch the total. I will one thousand percent be betting this before the number goes up because I think it goes off at ten and a half. 
Um, you got anything else to add for your 49ers this week? No, that was uh, that was great. We can All go right, right next, into yeah, yeah. Next game Saturday, eight fifteen, same night. The Chargers are going up to Jacksonville. It's crazy. The Jacksonville Jaguars are in, baby, and they got a home game. And Trevor Lawrence looked like dog shit last game, but let me tell you a little something. I like him. <laughs> I like him. It's minus two and a half, and the over under is forty seven and a half. I just think this is going to be a fucking shootout. I love this over. I think Trevor Lawrence does play well, but I ultimately think the Chargers charger and fuck it up late somehow, and we see a first-round win for Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, Zay Jones. I love this team uh, in, in regards to this game. I don't know what's going to happen the next week, but well, I, I really like them here. What do you think? I think, the, I think what's insanely dumb – is that the Chargers played their starters last week. You can't gain anything. You got Mike Williams, who should have been the number one fucking guy to sit out of that game. Now he's dealing with back spasms or whatever he's dealing with. Yeah. Don't play him. Don't play your offense. Look at your offense without him down to Mike Williams and then look at it with both of them. It's a completely different spot. So I say that for a reason, because when the Jags faced the Chargers earlier this year, the Jags beat the shit out of them. It was like 38 to 10. Different team, but yeah, you're right. Different team and yeah, no Mike Williams, no Keenan Allen. Yeah. So don't you want to come into this game with Keenan Allen and fucking Mike Williams? Like, don't you want both yeah. of you guys? I don't even know why they did that. All-time bonehead move. Oh, by the way, don't know if you're a big NFL guy. These two have fucking injury history. Keenan Allen's been like 13 weeks over the last six fucking seasons. There's just not guys who this, He did it this season. He did it this season. He had a hamstring injury that kept him out 10 weeks. Yeah. That's insane. It's insane. Yeah. I, I don't I don't disagree. If you want they're veterans. They don't need to know what game play is. They don't need they don't need those reps. You can I, I was with you. I was stunned. He a touchdown in the fourth quarter uh <laughs> against the Broncos. I was like, what are you guys doing right now? Why is he yeah. out there with it from a backup quarterback? Like you you take Herbert out, but you don't take Allen out? Do you not Correct. have enough players to rock, to go out there and run a play? It's so fucking weird. Put a special team out there. So what do you think that's going to – because I'm with you. I'm with you. So are you are you leading Jacksonville then? Is that what I'm hearing from you? What's the thought there? Well, yeah, what I like is that Bosa is questionable. and He's going to play. Yeah, I think so too. I think he'll play. He's not going to let's just say Let's just say Bosa plays. Yeah, and let's say Mike Williams plays. So let's just say they're they're even. I don't think I like taking the Jags where they're at plus two, but I do think you can tease it and get it over a touchdown. I think it'll okay. be a close game. This is a line that screams take the Chargers to me. This is Vegas saying, like we talked about last week, typically home field's good for three points. They're saying this is a mat. This is a, 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 a. I mean, they're saying this is. Gonna be a close game. It's basically a pick'em in my mind. I think if you polled the country who's a better team, they would all say the Chargers. I think this line screams, screams Jacksonville. They want you to take the yeah. Jack or the Chargers. Well, I, here. I agree with you too there. Like if I had to, if you put a gun in my head and said, Yeah, I'd take a line, I'd take the Jags. Because a couple things. One, what the Chargers not they're not they're not really smart right now. Like I don't trust them. I don't trust if they're not going to sit people last week, they're not really trust their game plan coming into this game. I yeah, just don't think they really get it. 
I said I, I said that to you too. I mean that that was the Chargers are going to charge her. I feel like and fuck it up. Well, maybe they did that last week actually, and they come into this game nicked up and not not healthy, and and they are coming into this game like that. Yeah. So. And so more than that, they travel across the country, which is fine, but not will great. will Jacksonville. Who wins that defensive battle, do you think? Because I do think it's going to be a, a game with a lot of points. The number's 47 and a half. I really – I mean, I see this thing being like uh, like 30s. Um, you know, But I see it being close. I could see like a 35-31 type of game. I feel like it's going to be a lot of throwing. I love the passing props in this game. But I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be able to play a little bit better defense and get it done. Who wins the takeaway battle? Man, that's tough. Uh, and the way that Lawrence looked like missing Zay Jones by 30 feet over his head in the end zone. He's Jesus wide Christ, that was, that was crippling for me. But yeah. I don't think he'll continue to do that, but ATN can fumble. I just – I don't know that answer. I I think that I would take the home team here because that crowd was rowdy. They'll be ready for this game. Yeah, great point. I meant to say that. That place was bonkers. So yeah. it was cool. It's cool to see Jacksonville back in. But yo, know, the other thing, the other thing why I think this line's so close is that the Jags didn't beat the Titans that well. Like they had to wait till the end of the game and get that turnover to beat them. But yeah. that's that's a Titans team that was resting for a week or two before and yeah. got everyone back for that game. That to me, like everyone thought that the Jags were just gonna, you know, kind of roll over them. It was a pretty public pick, but it, but really, like, I think that that was a way tougher game that they won, and they're not getting enough respect for it. So that's that to me is a huge game that they won, and no matter how they won it, they won it. So I, you know, it's only plus two, but I do think this is kind of a pick them. So I'll take the home team, and I'll take the team that. I don't know. Like, if Mike Williams plays, is he 100%? I don't know. And I think he's a huge for that team. So I'll, I'll take the Jags. Fair enough. Listen, I, I do – I feel for Mike Grable, man. That guy's another one who's just, like – he's a foxhole guy, right? Like, he just – that guy's a good coach, man. What a great coach. He he purposely planned to bring everyone back for this, to give them a fucking hell. And they did. With a third-string quarterback. Who had yep. no business in that spot at all, and yep. they put up a fight. Like they could have made the playoffs. Like that's a that's a I don't know. I that's a yeah. That's a great point. They could have been the team who's playing this week just as easily, yeah. right? That's a he is a great coach. I do I do enjoy watching what he does. He seems like a cool dude. You can tell never the players like him. What's that? He's never had a quarterback. Get him a quarterback. Draft him a quarterback. I want to see what he does with Derrick Henry and a quarterback. I want to see well, that. Ryan Tannehill should be piecing him off like 22% of his contract because he resurrected that guy. He got him paid. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Vrabel, listen, the Titans are – I they're in – they got a lot of – they need a lot of work. Like, they got a lot of pieces they got to get. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with that team moving on to next year. But like I said, I, I love Jacksonville this week. It's I'm I'm not gonna say it's my favorite pick yet, but it's pretty fucking close. I think the number screams take the Chargers. Jacksonville at home, new team. They're gonna be fired up. Home team. I like them. Yeah. So like I said, Rye, I'm on the Jags here. The minus two and a half. The over under is forty seven and a half. I'm gonna play both of them. I'm gonna play the Jags minus two and a half. I'm gonna get that number at two and a half. 
Uh, or I'm sorry, I'm going to get that number at three. Uh, I will buy the the point. The yeah, they're plus, they're plus, not minus. They're dollars. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll end up buying the half there. It'll probably be minus 125, 130, but that's worth it to me. Um, I like what you said, though. It's like minus two is like the books are saying, hey, uh, Chargers only need to win by a field goal. You know, come yeah. get it. Come, come here, buddy. Minus two. Come here. Come here, boy. And, yeah. then, and then it's like, well, I'll just take the Jags money line. And you're, you're going to tell me that they played earlier this year. They were missing Williams and Allen. I know that's a huge piece, but are, is it a 28-point piece? Is that a four-touchdown piece? Are going to score four touchdowns? Probably not. Like, Jags beat the shit out of them. So That's where, that's where I think That's where I think the turnover battle – I mean, it always matters. I'm not saying anything profound there. But this is where playoff football, mistake-free football, field position, all that shit matters, dude. One o'clock games, okay? Or, I'm sorry, Sunday, there's a game at one o'clock. We touched on it a little bit. No Tua. We got the Finns going to Buffalo to see the Mafia. Minus 13 and 43 and a half. How much do we think the Dolphins are going to lose by? Is it 21? And when does Buffalo pull their starters? Because that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I was hoping for a fun playoff game here, but it looks it's, like we're going to get a third-string quarterback and possibly Jeff Wilson at running back for the Dolphins. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, one thing that you can do when the Bills is run all over them, which is what the Dolphins did. Uh, but that's when they had Tua and they had Mostert. So, yeah, a little bit of a threat of the pass, and you had a running back who can actually run. So I don't know. I don't know what this team can do. I think it's wise probably to hammer the Bills all over the place here. Uh, first half, you know, we'll cut the money line into more than half, I believe. <coughs> And then if you do like a same game parlay with their points, you know, maybe over 10 points in the first half and over 20 for the game, something like that, it might get you to even money. Yeah. You got, you got, your, you got your computer in front of you too, right? What's the weather going to be like in Buffalo, you know? It's fine. Yeah. The only game actually that has some questionable weather is the game we talked about with the Niners and Seahawks. That's the only one that can have some weird weather. There, there could be some rain there. Okay. Uh, but other than that, every game this week has – not great weather, but good weather. Like even in Buffalo, it's cold, but that's but I guess the cold is what is normal there. There's no wind, there's no crazy shit happening. There's you know, like we've seen in Buffalo. This is just like cold weather, go win the game. That is what it is. Kind of yeah. similar to what we saw at Green Bay Lions. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I I yeah, very similar. Okay. But I'll tell you what, Goff's passes were looking clunky, Rogers looked clunky. Kind of slick, the ball getting slick like that, like you said. I mean, if there's any hope for the Finns, it would be to pound the rock. But this is going to be a massacre, I think. Well, and I it, just – I don't have much to say about this game. Yeah, it went from 9.5 to 13.5 when Tua's news came out. Yeah. Uh, which, is dis I, which is disappointing, by the way. I mean, I would have let – you said it. I would have liked to see a nice matchup here. I would have yeah. liked to see a healthy Dolphins team with this lunatic of a coach just playing flag football out there. I would have liked to see it. We're not going to see it. We're going to see Buffalo just beat the piss out of them. But there's a 0% chance the Finns win this game, right? I mean, zero? Yeah, I mean, 99.9? Yeah, because sometimes Allen goes out there and just throws it directly to the other team. And that's like that's what I worry about. That's so, what I, I worry he has one of those games where he just goes out there. I mean – and honestly, this is what they did against the Dolphins both games this year. They've yeah. they've beaten the Dolphins twice, I think, by a combined three or four points. 
they they can't whoop the Dolphins, but that's with Tua and that's with Mostert. I don't know what this team's going to look like against the Bills. I really don't know what I'm going to do from a betting standpoint in this football game. But I think I'm I'm kind of a crazy person. Part of me wants to take the Finns first half and then smash Buffalo in the second half. Part of me, okay? Not the whole thing, just part of me. Which which third of you? (laughs) The cute third. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to mess with this game. This is probably a game, guys, where I'm just doing – TD plays and yardage plays. I'm probably not picking the game. Here's the other thing. I think it's going to go under, but I'm not betting the under. It's 43 and a half. I don't see the Dolphins. I think this is why I said, like, I see it being, like, I don't know, 31-10. Like, I just don't see this being even close at all. And that's that's my thoughts. Have you got anything else? It's, it's, not the same, it's not the same two teams that face each other both times. No. It's yeah. Like, no. It's, tough to, it's tough to cap. And – one thing that the Bills did, though, is they can, uh, you know, last, I think last time they played, they really tied up Tyreek Hill, um, and that was with Tua. So yeah. I don't know, you know, maybe they figured something out defensively to kind of stop the only – like, who's who's explosive? If you can shut down Tyreek Hill, I know Waddle's, Waddle's fucking – I mean, he's when he's healthy, he's so nasty. Well, that's the whole thing. That's what, kind of, that's what sucks. I mean, this is football. Guys get hurt, and this is what we've all said about Tua. This is, this is the problem with Tua. Like, can he stay on the football field? And he's not. It's the they they sneak into the playoffs and they have quite literally zero fucking chance at winning this game. And it's no, I mean, they'll, you know, these guys are pros too. You never know. Nah, sometimes you do know. This is not a team that's gonna be able to compete. You can't lose your starting running back and your quarterback. It's just not gonna work. You know, they're this is gonna be the most boring game of they're the built, weekend. I mean, they have they have the 49ers old run game coordinator as their head coach. They're built off explosive plays. If you don't yeah. have the guys who can make explosive plays, they're based off like a Debo Samuel type offense with Waddle, with Hill, with Mostert, and Mostert was on the Niners when McDaniel was there. So it's like that's yeah. what they're based off of. If you lose your explosion in the backfield and then you just have these guys, but you don't have someone to distribute the ball to them. Then yeah, yeah. It becomes it becomes a big problem. If I were to bet this game, the only way I did it was when it was ten and a half. I did a ten point super teaser, so I got them at point five. Um, and I'll get to that in best bets later. Did you just say point five? Huh? Did you just say point five? Minus point five. Yeah. We don't say points around here. It's a half. Oh, minus point. You five. say ten point five. The line's Dude. ten. I'm a I'm a spreadsheet guy. I say yeah. Point five. You just you fucking watch your mouth when you're talking to me, guy. I say point five every time. So minus point five. That's that's. I got the, so I got the bills at that in a, one of these teasers that I'll that I'll tease now and then tell you later. But um, the only other way I bet this game right now is like a single game parlay, where I like you said you bet if you're gonna single game parlay this game, you want to get a good number on it, then you just bet on the team rolling. So you bet on the Bills rolling, and you get them scoring in the first half, winning the first half, scoring in the second half. Yeah. And then you take some unders on Miami's offense with a third-string quarterback and backup running back. Bro, let me ask you this, because that just you just kind of like you just sparked the thought. I, I when I said I was thinking about prop plays and yardage plays, I literally didn't even think of one Miami play. Like people are hurt. People like what? What do we? What are we gonna? What are they like? What's the game plan? Do you think for like what would you if you had to take a Dolphins player? You don't have to, but like, who would you? Does 
Hill. I'd probably, take Waddle. I'd probably take Waddle thinking they try to take Hill out of the game. Yeah, just like for yardage and stuff, like over 74 and a half at some shit, like plus 120 or some shit like that. Maybe catches, yeah, like maybe receptions because I don't know where he's at right now, but. And you got to think that's going to be short, quick passes, right? I mean, they're not going to – they're going to have to get rid of the ball with this kid. They're not going to let him throw it down the field. Like, Yeah, I mean – Maybe they will. Maybe they the will. Coach. This coach is a lunatic, so maybe they will. I don't know. This is where we all said this about – fuck's his name? Mike McDaniels? Is that right? Why am I blanking on his name? Mike McDaniel, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like – it's cool when you're winning. When you're not winning, it's like, dude, what the fuck are you up to? And this, I really can't blame him. I mean, what are you going to do? Your quarterback. Well, you're talking about him being like quirky and answering things. Yeah, like I like him. I'm I'm quirky and fucking weird like that too. I like him. I'm just saying, you wonder. I mean, maybe it's a dumb point because, like I said, his quarterback's hurt. So maybe people aren't. I don't know. When you're losing, stuff is just more annoying. You know, that's all. And I know they're not losing. I know they got to the playoffs and they got a chance and they're playing with house money essentially because no one thinks they're going to win. But. I don't know. I would have liked to see a real game here. Well, I'll tell you this. You can get Waddle right now over 49 and a half receiving yards for even money for plus 100. What is it? What is it for over 74 yards, 75 yards? For Waddle? Yeah. For over 69 and a half is plus 245. Holy fuck. There's zero chance he's getting that. All right. So. Okay. Hey, that's something to think about. But Waddle's Maybe. a big play guy. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, if you're he behind is. the whole game and you're throwing and you can catch and run with stuff, like, the difference between – so, if you're looking at that, the difference between 49.5 and 69.5 could be one catch. So, you're going from plus 100 to plus 245. And yeah, I just you're, think that they you're have still, to – You're still thinking of Tua, though, behind, you know, under man, center. Man. I'm going to say, if you – you would ask me, if I was going to bet a Dolphin – yeah. If I was going to bet a Dolphin prop right now, I'd bet Jalen Waddle over 49 and a half yards for even money. That's what Fair, I enough. Fair enough. Let's move on from the Miami-Buffalo uh, game. I, like I said, I think it's going to be a route. Not sure what I'm going to do in regards to that game. Um, but we will we'll definitely have our stuff posted uh, You know, Saturday morning or Friday night on what our picks are. But Sunday at 4.30, the G-Men – we're taking on the Vikings. We're going to Minnesota. Minus three and 48 is the number. I've touched on this already a little bit. I'm in, I'm in Giants Twitter spaces every goddamn day. I'm addicted to them, okay? <laughs> and I got to tell you Are something. You like Giants only fans? Basically, yeah. Like, shout out my boy Mello and the, and the crew, okay? They're, they're awesome, all right? I was just literally on one before I got in here. Yeah. All uh- right. We are all saying the same thing as Giants fans. We really think this defense is fucking ready to rip. And not just in the sense of because it's it's Minnesota and we think we can get the Kirk Cousins, which I do think. I'm talking about in general. I think we are clicking at the right time. We're getting healthy at the right time. At the right time. <laughs> We're getting healthy at the right time. Yeah, this went right full of Australia there. We're getting better at the right time. Um, and you said it earlier about, like, you know, cohesiveness, is that the word? Like, you know, camaraderie and a team being together. That might be the word. Which we'll get into with my college basketball ranks, by the way. Adorable. The Giants are just one of those teams where I think they believe in each other right now. I think they have an opponent that they think they can beat. We lost on a fucking 62-yard field goal. I mean, we were in that game. 
I said the opposite before. side of that, real quick, and I don't mean yeah. to interrupt you, but the opposite no, side no. of that is if you're the Vikings, you know that you have your record this year with a minus point differential. So you're not riding that high wave of like, hey, we're all awesome and we're all friends. Yeah. You're, you know that you know that you're fucking lucky. So like that's that's a weird feeling to have instead of like this, we're riding high, made the playoffs, and we all like each other. And it's nothing new. I think some wide receivers get a bad rap because you know they're divas or they're bitching and complaining. And Justin Jefferson had a fucking real gripe the other like the other week. You no, know, he was pissed, he was adamant and, and, and animated on the sideline, just he was fucking pissed. He got shit shut down. He got grittied on. And, I mean, like this this team, he had a game against us. I think he went for 12 for, like, 130. He kept it out of the end zone, I believe. But we got to keep a safety over the top. You know, I heard Wink talking today. And he just said, listen, we're going to – we're when 18 is on the field, he's going to make plays. He just is. We have to try and contain him the best we can. I said it before – last week and it didn't come true because the green bay packers lost but in playoff football all three sides of the football right special teams defense offense and at the end of the day and i gotta stop saying that i notice i say that a lot at the end of the day just shut the fuck up what is that i don't know why i say that but anyway you know you have the beginning of the day and then there's also the end (laughs) so at the middle of the day i think this giants defense is primed I think McKinney is a problem, or I think uh, Dex, Sexy Dexy is a problem in the middle. McKinney is back. Landon Collins, you got Thibodeau off the edge, and we have Barkley. I think we're going to pound, 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 try and keep 18 off the field, and we're going to rely on our defense. We don't give up a lot of points. We just don't. I, some, I love I the Giants. For you. I love the Giants this week, and then I'll shut up, but I love the Giants this week. Hodgins. We are 1,000% playing him to score a touchdown again. You guys should follow him on Twitter, by the way. He's a fun little I'm playing Richie James. Richie James is 3,900 on DraftKings. That's some fucking disrespect right there. He, good value. He's but, team of targets over the last four or five weeks. Like, play Richie James on DraftKings. Well, part of me wonders, listen, Patrick Peterson, he's a fucking bad dude, and he's no, going. No, he was, was a bad dude. He's been, he got well, he's got like two picks the last three weeks, doesn't he? The, I don't, he he is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I, terrible. I, this what this this Minnesota secondary is one of the worst secondaries of all time. They're one of the slowest secondaries of all time. You regardless of a quarterback throwing him the ball so he has interceptions, he is fucking terrible right now. Okay, he, so you're I not a big fan. Right. Of of old P squared. Having said that, super nice guy. <laughs> yeah, super nice guy. Listen, you know what I'm saying. I'm saying he's an older guy. He's a veteran. There's big play instincts in him. We just gotta, you know, that's a guy. Just be careful around uh, with with everything you said. I think the Giants win. I think the I think this is gonna be a very good game. Like just like the first one. I don't think, you know, you you know, I'll get off the Giants here for a minute and talk about Minnesota. They're a team. That does win, and they win by the thinnest of margins. And, yeah, that's the big talk that everybody has with them. But it's the playoffs. They have an opportunity. Every like It's corny to say, but you're 0-0, zero and zero, and you can go out there and you start fresh. Kirk Cousins, you know, I think he gets a bit of a bad rap, but I also do think there's some there's some credibility to it because he doesn't scare me. He's not make, He is not going to go win the fucking game. We just got to maintain, and I think the more we hit him – 
uh, early and often, the better we're going to be. Minnesota can run the ball as well. Minnesota, you know, has big play capability, but that's why I think if we can contain the run and get to that quarterback, we take away their play action capabilities. And and I just maybe I'm I I just don't think I'm wrong about this. I really think the Giants get away with this one. No, what I do win. I'm on the Giants covering two in money line. I, I think the Giants can win this game. And that's not because I'm on the pod with you. It's not because I'm friends with Tom. It's not because I'm friends with multiple Giants fans living in New York. I honestly, if the if the Niners play the Giants, I always say I fucking hate the Giants. So it is yeah. what it is. And but, we're we're gambling. I mean, I've been on the fucking yeah. Red Sox. I hate the Red Sox. Money's money. Yeah. It is what it is. I think the Giants win this game. I just I look at all the numbers, and the numbers tell me. You know, one thing that I really like is I don't like either quarterback being pressured. And if you look at pressure percentage, you know, according to Pro Football Reference, it's the Giants are top 10 and Minnesota's bottom 10. And so I like them getting pressure on Cousins. And when you watch Cousins when he's pressured, he is completely incapable of doing anything. Yeah. So what, what it, other stats you got there from the what, – what are you looking at? I can tell you're so looking at – What I like is – so from Football Outsiders too, I like the offensive DVOA. Like, we all know what Jefferson has done, but if you look and at – And what, what is DVOA for people who don't know ball? So DVOA, if you want me to read – actually, what I should do is just read you the definition because it's the best way to explain it, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I um, feel fat today. I feel – we'll get to the fattest thing I've done. I, I feel like I look fatter today, but sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I do. I don't know. There's something like a lot going on like right here. If you don't know uh, DVOA, DVOA, like short-term I, – I like to read their definition, but I can read the short-term one. So, all right. So, it's adjusted based on strength of opponent as well as to consider all fumbles kept or losses equal value. So it's basically just how good your offense and defensive played, but it's not like based on your schedule. It's schedule adjusted. So if you can say, oh, that's even an easy schedule. That doesn't matter. They've adjusted for that. So when you look at their offense, the Giants have a better offense. When you look at the defense, they've both been terrible. When you look at their offensive points scored per drive, they're even. When you look at the defensive points per drive given up, the Giants are better. And then when you look at their offensive drives that resulted in a goal or touchdown, they're about even. So plus three, you travel on the road. Giants already did this. And I forget if they covered or not. They did cover. And um, that was only like three or four weeks ago. I want to say it was four and a half, and I think we covered. I might – I think I bet the money line that game. I. Yeah, I got it right here. So you went to Minnesota, and it was 27-24. Giants covered. So – same thing. Giants could have won that game too. Now I remember watching that down here. Um, I, I don't know, man. I just I like it. I don't. I think their secondary is one of the worst secondaries we've seen of all time. Like you have your receivers, which listen, you you know you're a Giants fan. This is one of the worst receiving cores of all time, of all time in the NFL. There's nothing worse than this. Listen, one. though, Ryan. You know what Darius Slayton said today. There's a lot of people who think that there's other teams with better receivers than us, but they're not winning receivers. They're at fucking home. My squad, our squad, we're in the fucking playoffs, babe. We got guys stepping up and showing up. Yeah, well, I, I wonder what kind already, of role Slayton's going to about those franchises. They don't have your your coach, who, who Dable probably winning coach of the year this year. 
Um, you beat yeah. the Vikings this week, Dable is probably locked in. So if people are looking at futures for coach of the year and you think the Giants can win this week, which we do, you better go fucking bat for Dable right now. I would I would anticipate – I haven't looked at any of that. I would imagine he's got to be a top two, three pick anyway, right? Him, Doug Peterson. Yeah, either um, way, those are probably six or seven to one, eight to one. Yeah. I'd fucking take that. That's better than that's better than betting the Giants this week. Because if the Giants win, you only won plus one hundred or plus one fifty or whatever they are. Yeah, if I'm. They I'm, win, I'm you're five or six to one, and if they win this game, he's gonna yeah. win. Now I gotta tell you, like the over under number seems big to me. The forty eight seems like a big number to me. I'm not gonna touch this total in this game because I just don't. I don't like it. Um, well, that's what, what I was saying before with the stats. That's why, like, their defensive DVOA, Giants are 29th, Minnesota's 25th. Okay. And their defensive points given up per drive, they're 19th and 25th. Right. And their offensive points per drive, they're in the middle of the league. So I think they probably can score. I mean, it was 27-24 before. So that's, you know, that's going to hit the over. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean – I think it's going to be a good game. I really like our chances. Giants, you know, it's Minnesota is a, is a, is a tough place to play. I mean, it, the place is rowdy as fuck. Um, Dude, I think it's going to – I'm sorry? Tease them. Tease them. Get them more than a touchdown. You can pass that seven-and-a-half-point threshold, yep. and you're looking great. And, and that's one thing, too, like in regards to betting, that is something that you do a lot. You tease stuff. You, you tease everything, basically. You'll do a lot of two, three teamers, get something like plus 140, plus 170 in that range. You like to do that quite a bit. Are you going to do that, you think, with a good chunk of these games this week? Oh, yeah. I already have. I'll name that in our best bet section, and then I'm going to do it for even more, too. I think exactly. that the lines get even sharper in the playoffs. And, and I – in like with what the Lions are saying, I also agree with. So I'm gonna be betting more money in the playoffs here because I'm very confident in what's happened. One team we didn't talk about when we were recapping last week's games, not to get too far off base here, the Kansas City Chiefs. I feel like they're the team though. I, no I want the I want so badly for there to be a Chiefs Niners Super Bowl and Shanahan to not fold like he did last time and finally Oh, I don't know if you want that, my friend. Oh, I want it. I want it more than anything in the world. That's what I want. I want him to face the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and not when they're winning again, not fold under pressure like he did last time. More than Carmen Electra like in 1996 before Dennis Rodman. You want like more than that? I'm a, I'm as excited as the dude on Singled Out who never thought his card would be called. All right. Listen, yeah, I think I for me, I think this I think Kansas City's a scary team. They're a team where, you know, I like them for a future bet because you're gonna get good value. I think they're gonna have a first round their first playoff game. I mean, Patrick you're Mahomes me, just, you're making me want to throw up. Can we just Pat talk about Dude, Patrick Mahomes is just doing it without Tyree Hill. Yeah. Can we just can we just talk about them when they have a fucking game on the slate? Fair enough. Fair enough. Moving on, Ryan. Moving they're, my on. Least, they're my least favorite team right now, besides the Seahawks. You just to, you what hold on. Let's rewind real quick. Why do you hate the Kansas City Chiefs so much? Because I want Super Bowl revenge. That's it. That's really fair it. enough. Okay. Listen. And, and Pat Mahomes' girlfriend and brother. 
Fantastic point. Well, you got to tip your cap to Pat Mahomes. You haven't heard dick from those two all season. He had a talking with those yeah, two. Where, the fuck lock, up. where did they lock him up? In the basement? Dude, his brother said, asshole, you're going to ruin my billion-dollar career. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, where did he get locked up? Who knows? Listen, next game. Next game, amigo. Sunday, 8 o'clock. Baltimore at Cincy. Since he's laying eight and a half, over under is 40 and a half. Joey B, Jamar Chase, Cincinnati, AFC champions last year. They're coming back home. They get in the playoffs. Listen, Joey B with an all-time answer when they asked, How big is your window? And he said, My whole fucking career. Like it's that kid is so fucking cool. It just drives me crazy. That I just am not even a little bit cool, and that guy is so fucking cool. Joe Cool, man. I love Cincinnati, even if Lamar was playing, which he still might be, right? He's got to be playing. Why do they put this game on at 8 o'clock? No, Lamar's – I don't think Lamar's going to play. Okay. I don't know. I, I, that's, that's fair. But I just – I mean, listen, the Cincinnati football team – Gets to the AFC Championship game. Is anyone anyone surprised? Are you? No. One. I guess I'll just give out my big. So on draft, when the lines dropped on DraftKings, I immediately hit the ten point super teaser, which is Niners. You get them at the money line. Bills. You get them at the money line. And Bengals. You tease through a field goal. So if for some reason Huntley plays and beats the Bengals, I don't think it'll be my more than a field goal. Okay. Perhaps that can happen. Sure, um, yeah. But I just – I don't know, man. This this Ravens team can't score any points. I and know. this Bengals team can't. So I just – I don't – I don't see how it would be close at all. I know the Ravens kind of rested this week and didn't play a lot of guys, but come on, man. It, if I'm teasing it and I get plus three and a half, I'm cool with it. If you're going to bet the – I think it's up to eight and a half now, so you can't even get this line anymore. It's, no, it's at 8.5. Oh, oh, I love you. I love you. So it's at 8.5 right now. That eight and a half. I'm kidding. You can't do That's that. That's tough. That's tough. That's very tough. It's a lot. we be looking to bet some unders on um, – Maybe mixing things like that. I think Burrow's going to sling it. Yeah. I just I like his overs. I like I like Jamar Chase to have a big game here. Um, Me too. Yeah. I just I don't know. I, I got the Bengals. If I'm betting the money line, I'm betting Bengals. Obviously. I'm addicted to two touchdown plays these days. I think I'm three of seven in my career this year. <laughs> I, I think Jamar Chase might have two touchdowns this game. I think he fucking – I think last week was a little walkthrough. I think they were getting some feels out. Obviously, they knew they were going to win. Um, you know, fucking Baltimore sitting everybody for the most part because they're another team. Unfortunately, this is very similar to the Dolphins game to where I wish we had a healthy, healthy units because I think these would be fucking great games. Lamar Jackson gets a lot of shit. People either love him, they hate him. Um, he's trying to negotiate his own fucking contract. Good luck, pal. Uh, I don't know. I just, I mean, I do know. I think Cincinnati kicks the shit out of him. I just wish it was a, a healthy matchup, and I hate to keep saying that, but I don't think Baltimore scores. 
I love the under as well, the 40 and a half. I think this is like you know, going along with that. And in, in like last year, I thought the Bengals, I kept calling them lucky. And I truly think they were lucky a lot of games. And in the playoffs, too, I think they were lucky. This year, I don't think they're lucky. I think and they're then, actually and, looking good. Listen, I, I think we've. There isn't anybody who watches football who says, like, Joe Burrows the, is, is the dude. He's going to be a top-five quarterback in this league for the next fucking, hopefully, 12, 15 years or whatever. Since he's going to be in the mix constantly, you have to come in. Like, this is what they're here for. It's very similar to last year. Like, they got in, and now it's like, let's fucking go. And I think that's yeah. the same mentality. This is just not even a fair matchup, I think, because of the injuries. Uh, or just just – just Lamar in general, right? What but this is, what it's, I like your own under, though. Divisional unders always come through, or most of the time, but they're not always. 60-plus percent come through. I like that you're on that. I love the under. I love Cincinnati. I see this game being like 24-3. to 3. I, know, I know they said they wouldn't score, but that's what that is. Do you have anything else to add on this particular game? What We said weather. The weather's fine in Cincy, too. Fine. Global warming. Okay. Listen, Monday night, 8-15. I don't know. These might be the – you hate Kansas City. You hate Seattle. I might hate these two teams more than fucking anyone. Dallas I hate for obvious fucking reasons because they're Cowboys. But the fucking Bucks. Nobody has fucked me more this year than the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Some of it my own fault just seeing it happen before I hit the goddamn cash out or, or bet in the game anyway. A lot of people – a lot of people are saying, oh, boy, Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl again. He's going to run through this NFC. He's going to have, you know, the NFC's wide open besides maybe San Fran. Wow, that's, yeah, that's funny because he went and played Brock Purdy and Purdy beat him by 28. He did, but you know what I'm saying. It's the GOAT. He's in. It's a one-game, you're in. A one-game, you're out scenario. The rest of the way, Tom Brady, time, and listen. If this is any type of microcosm of what we're going to see in the future here, he's just all year been just winning games by the skin of his teeth in the fourth quarter when he needs to. Dallas is a team that I just don't trust. Mike McCarthy's a bum, in my opinion. They have so many fucking in weapons. In the playoffs especially, he's a, he's a playoff failure. He's, he is. But listen, this is a team who can run. They got Parsons. They have weapons. I don't trust Dak. I know people like Dak. I'm not a fucking Dak guy. But I think it's the Bucks, man. I dude, think it's, I'm I'm on the Bucks this week, dude. I got I got some thoughts here. I mean, Talk. I for one, look what we did, you little jerks, on <laughs> Sunday night when we picked a Hall of Fame quarterback. They were like, "Oh yeah, must win game. He's gonna win at home." That's that's this. That's this Tom Brady. No, no, it's not this because Tom, you know, because Tom Brady wins games. Tom Brady is a proven winner. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is proven not to win. Right. This is true. This is true. But you have to also look at how the Bucs have been coached this year. <laughs> and this goes deeper than Tom Brady. This goes to, and in my Tom opinion, Bucks. I wonder, like, I don't know. I don't know if this is a thing that he's done in the past or hasn't done in the past, but if I'm Tom Brady, and they're calling a run on first down all the fucking time. I'm saying no. Oh, yeah. and I'm, calling my, I'm reading the defense and calling my own play. And you would think, I can't do that. But I can if I'm Tom Brady. And in this scenario, I'm Tom Brady. So I'm saying, why would I want second 
in third down and long when I could just pass the ball and have a higher success rate doing that than running the ball and getting jammed with my fucking hurt offensive line every single time on first down. That, this is all coaching. This is all coaching. And I don't know why Tom Brady can't audible out of it or just chooses not to. I don't know. And in my, I, I think for me, this is what I think. When Bruce Arians was there, he was. He was calling the play. It was Tommy's offense. Him and Brian, uh, Brian Leftwich. Grayson Leftwich. Byron Leftwich. How am I doing? Beavis. Be- Beavis Leftwich. When he was calling those plays, I almost think this year he's fucking getting pissed and was like, fine, you guys want to call the plays and you think you can do this better than me? And then it got to the point where it was like, oh, we might not make the playoffs. My wife left yeah, me. Oh, wow. we probably my kids do that. weird things. And then all of a sudden, this playoffs, I got news for you. He's calling this play. If, if he wants to call his own play, he's going to call his own play. It's just, I mean, right. it's, he's not great. You're bringing up the other side of it. So now I think, now you got playoffs time, right? So now you've got Tom Brady, who I think that if they call a first down run in a dumb fucking situation, which is not lined up well, I don't think Tom Brady's playing right now in his fucking mid-40s to lose a Super Bowl. Correct. He's going to call a play that he wants to call, okay? And they rested Lenny Fournette, and Lenny Fournette, me, he already called himself Playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny, yeah, Playoff Lenny. He already called himself that. If there was any time for him to come out and prove the haters wrong too, it's now. Well, how about this? Oh, how sorry. about this? Sorry. How, how about this, though? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe, Lenny had a big game off of coming. It was maybe his first or second game after the injury. I want to say he put up like 26 fantasy football points. Uh, I know that because I benched him, and I would have won if I started him. The other thing is this, too. To your point about Tom Brady saying, hey, we're going to – the last few weeks, I feel like have been like a test run. They're throwing the ball deep again. Mike Evans is a fucking Hall of Famer. You know, he's making big plays. You got Lenny. The defensive line is getting – they're healthy again. I, I don't – wait, the Bucks do have a – don't they have some injuries? To their offensive line, yes. Offensive line. So, I, I, I mean, but nothing where in this game I think will truly impact it. I think – I think this game – Micah Parsons? I think you got to look at the other quarterback in this game. What so Dak, tell me the, what so, Dak so, are you going to get? Are you going to get Dak that can score 30 points, or are you going to get Dak that looked like you looked like last week? He looked lost. How big How big do you think it is? Because I think I feel a little bit different if this game's in Dallas. It Obviously, it's not. It's in Tampa Bay. But, like, how much of that does you think play a factor into Dak? Like, what are his splits look like away versus home? Dak, so Dak's a weird guy to figure out. Very weird guy to figure out. If you look at the last, so he came back, what, week seven. They beat the Lions. They beat the shit out of the Bears, which was expected. They lose to Green Bay. They beat the shit out of Minnesota, which I don't, honestly, I don't think Minnesota should be a playoff team. They don't beat the Giants by much. They crush the Colts, which they should. So we're talking about a lot of easy games here, by the way. Yeah, we already had the Bears. Now we have the Colts. Then we have Houston, who they barely beat Houston. They lose to Jacksonville. They barely beat Philadelphia backups. They they won 27-13 against Tennessee. Well, that's against a quarterback who probably shouldn't be starting in the NFL. And then they just smoked last week. 
So are you leaning Tampa Bay then? I think I am. As much as I want to – you know what the only thing is holding me back is how I got smoked by Aaron Rodgers last week. That's the only thing that's holding me back. But Those aren't it, the same player. All that ha- all when a big game comes up, Aaron Rodgers loses. No, one's the goat, one's the wannabe goat. Correct. How okay. many Super Bowls has Aaron Rodgers been to? Two, one, one. Oh, one. Right. One he lost. Who did he lose to? No, he he's only been to one, and he won. Right. That was a weird question for me to ask because now I don't know. Niners beating the shit out of them in the playoffs to, to remember. Hold on. Now, I, did I just fucking totally confuse myself? I think he's only been in one Super Bowl. He won it. How are we doing? This is good podcasting, huh? It's great podcasting. We'll be right back after this break. One Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. He's been to one in 2011. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he has. Yeah, duh. He hasn't been to two. Just one. So I got to put that thought. If your hang up is Aaron Rodgers fucked me last week because I was going to bet a Hall of Fame quarterback, they're not the same Hall of Fame quarterback. Everybody, no, nobody has ever said Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. They might say he's the best quarterback of all time, the greatest of all time, the most talented, arm strength, accuracy, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't win the game. Okay. Even if I said, even if I said that was 50% the coach, he'd still have like three more rings than Rodgers. So yeah. Fair you. enough. Fair enough. And again, he's the reason Mike McCarthy has a ring and probably a job. So yeah. Listen. I'm all over the Bucks. I'm not touching this total, but I'm taking the Bucks and taking the two and a half. Um, any other thoughts on this game, Ryan? No, I have some thoughts on uh, what our what our best bet's going to be. I already placed mine, but I don't think you can get it anymore. So I have some other thoughts too. Well, listen. So a couple things, guys. Every week, okay, for the playoffs, we are going to start posting our picks. The morning of on the Big Guys podcast, at the Big Guys, on our Twitter handles, at Haniolo, at Big Tone here. We're going to piss up, piss. We're going to put all our picks up there. Connor Hall, he's helping us behind the scenes. He's going to have his picks on there as well. He does the graphics. He helps out with some of that stuff. He'll put his picks up. But we're going to have our picks on the Big Guys podcast, on the Big Guys Twitter feed. But Ryan and I are also going to give you some of our best bets. I'm going to give you my touchdown Tony plays. But every week, guys, for the rest of the playoffs, Ryan and I, we are going to give you the big guys parlay, okay? Well, you have a gambling problem. Last week, we came up short. We had Minnesota. We had Green Bay. You know, it is what it is. We lost that one. So we're 0-1 in the big guys podcast. Ryan, what do you like this week? We have to win. All right, first of all, I'd like to apologize for last week's big guys parlay <laughs> and, uh, you know, picking the Packers because that was fucking bullshit. But I would, like, I would like to say that the next teams that we pick, when we actually talk through it together, were the Steelers and the Vikings, which both would have hit. Correct. So perhaps we should do it like we're doing this week, where we don't pick it until we're on together. That's fair. I think we do the same thing, okay? And But listen, I, I don't want you to take full response. I, I told you, I liked Green Bay too. 
Steelers yeah. were just my favorite pick that day, but I liked I liked Green Bay too. Um, so I was I I signed off on that. We lost together. When is a team loses a team? This week for me, Ryan. Go ahead. I told you, huh? I said yeah. Go ahead. For me, okay. I do have some touchdown plays, but I will say this. Uh, I'm going to wait to give the touchdown Tony plays because stuff changes, lines move. Those will come out. Uh, we'll post those. But for the games, for my portion of the big guy parlay, Cincinnati under. I'm taking the 40 and a half. I love the under in this football game. All right, so you like the under in the Cincinnati game. Well, no matter what, so here's what we're going to do on these bets. These bets are going to be placed by us no matter what. Whether I believe in it or not, I'm going to bet in it because – Oh, I bet on everything that I, that I say. I don't, I'm not ever giving out any picks and not betting them. Yeah, are you yeah. doing that? No, no. That's what I'm buying. Oh. Well, like last week you forgot Madison stuff like that. Like, yeah, yes. So that was just me being stupid. It happens. I got you. Well, on, the, on the first episode too, I said something and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that was Green Bay that week. I was like <laughs> – yeah, oh, it was. What's my cards anymore? There's no Green Bay on it. Why did I say it on the pot? I, I don't fucking I'm so, see it. So I'm on Cincinnati under 40 and a half. Um, I think you mentioned earlier you were going to tease the Niners, all that kind of stuff. You really can't do that with our parlay. So what no, do you I'll think? Do, I'll do something else. I, I like your bet right there because if you look at these defensive points per drive, so that's like um, – you know, any any drive the offense is driving down the field, kicking a field goal, scoring a touchdown, both of those teams are inside the top 12. Um, and so I like that. Like, it's two good defensive teams going head-to-head. It's also a divisional matchup, which we talked about earlier, too. Goes under more times than not. So that's a good part of the, of the parlay there. All right. I have to pick one. Um, oh, man. No, no, you do have to pick one, Ryan. Yeah, I know. I That's know I do have to. Dude, well, I need you to know this fucking big guy's parlay. This has got to matter, okay? This has got to matter. We got to hit this fucking thing. We're 0 1. We got to yeah, clean it up. Clean it up. I do know that. I do know that. <laughs> um, so, one thing that, that I'll bet that I truly believe in. And let me just get the uh, – I just want to get it live right now. Yeah. It's going to be the Bills in the first half by a touchdown. Okay. So this is funny you say that. Earlier on in the episode, I said I might – I was kind of leaning, maybe just taking a flyer on the Finns uh, in the first half. And as we started talking more in my brain, I was like, I'm not going to make that play. So I'm cool with this as well. Um, what I'm is the number? Like, if you have a third-string quarterback and a second-string running back and you can't get your balls to your receivers, what if you turn the ball over? You're also on the road, and you're also playing an explosive offense. Yeah. So there's, a, there's like four different avenues that the Bills could beat them by 10 in the first half. So I'm just going to – I will say anywhere between 7 and 10 would be my bet, but I'll do minus 7 with you. And if we parlay that together, so this is the big guy's parlay. Hold on, time out. You're, you're, uh, you're confusing me. What is the first half number? Minus 7 at minus 125. Okay. Okay. Are you 8? Are you 8? Uh, okay. So one minus 125. Yeah, we're taking the under in the Bengals game. Yep. So the parlay is plus 243. I like it. Depending on where you shop it. 
Fair enough. So, um, yeah, so and, and numbers change, guys. You know, I, I know some people are like pretty specific to like who they book with and whatnot. With some of these playoff games, it's probably not a terrible idea to shop some numbers, maybe play in a couple different places. You play at, you know, DK or, or, or FanDuel or you go to Barstool and see what they've got or MGM or whatever the case is. These playoff lines change. They shift, especially money lines, especially prop plays, okay? My brother uses FanDuel predominantly, and our touchdown numbers are always – they're different. So not a terrible idea to look around and shop that stuff. So, Ryan, the official big guys parley for this week, we're taking Cincinnati under, and we're going to take Bill's first half. Now, right now, guys, those numbers are minus 7 and 40 and a half. We are not going to probably bet this until Sunday morning or Saturday morning. Definitely look at the bottom of this screen and follow us at Han Yolo, where, yes. the, zeros are, where the O's are zeros. We record we record this podcast on Thursday, so things change. That's why it's important you go and look to see what we put out and what numbers we got. Han Yolo, those zero, those O's or zeros at Big Tone here at the Big Guys Podcast. We'll have all of our picks there. We are taking the Bills first half against the spread. We're taking the under in the Cincy Baltimore game. That's the Big Guys Parlay of the weekend. We're gonna hit it plus two forty nine. That's like plus 245, too. You could even do it, like, if you really trust the under in the Bengals-Ravens, which I really like as well, you cannot take the seven on the Bills, and you can go lower than that. Get him at minus, you know, six and a half or whatever. If you want to make sure you have the extra point in there, get him at six and a half, whatever. It's not going to change sure. it that much. But, you know, do your own thing. We'll also tweet it out, like you said, on Saturday morning, or and we'll have it out to everybody. Absolutely. Ryan, do you have anything else you want to add to the wild card weekend? Good luck to your Niners. I think you guys fucking roll. I'm coming up to see you Saturday, Ryan. Saturday, yeah, guys. We've got a bunch of fun stuff that. to do. So I'm, I'm going to, so uh, you know, I'll just let everyone know. I'm going to bookmark this part right here because we're going to be hanging out on Saturday. And on Saturday, there are so many sports going on. There's at 12 o'clock. Noon Eastern Time, the college basketball slate kicks off with 18 games featuring top 25 teams. Yeah, there is a good shot that I have 36 bets placed on every game and their over under, and we are going to go ham on that day. <laughs> you follow me if you will. I I don't think that I'll lose more than half of them. So if you want to make a little bit of progress, All right. All right. Uh, I like it. We got a challenge. About it. And yeah, right. Good. We'll have our UFC plays that night. We'll have NFL plays that day. We'll have everything going on that day. It's going to be a wild gambling day. We're going to be playing some golden tea, some, some uh, shuffle bullets, some bowling. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. can't wait to eat, too. Whenever Ryan and I get together – we throw the fuck down when it comes to food and drinking. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to see you, buddy. I'm excited to get up there. We're buying some new equipment. We're going to get some mics. We're going to talk. We're going to work all that stuff out. Um, but I'm excited. We're going to have a bunch of videos we're doing this weekend. Ryan, anything else to add to the NFL? Go G-Men. Go Niners. What do you, Anything else, buddy? No, we can move on to the next segment. All right. Hey, guys, we've got a new segment for you. New segment. New segment. 
Ryan's random thoughts. Now, the big guy, he's a weirdo, okay? He's always telling me stuff, asking me questions. I don't know what he's about to ask. I don't know if I can clue. Um, but Ryan is a pretty random dude. Ryan's random thoughts. You're a weird guy, Ace. Weird guy. All right, guys. Ryan's random thoughts, all right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he's about to say. Okay. This is, this is honestly like how our friendship like kicked off. I was just, we're just two big dumb animals and we get a kick out of each other. Ryan's got some random thoughts. I, you know, I always get a kick out of them. So Ryan, what, how many do you have? You have one, two, three, four. How many random thoughts do you have this week? I got a couple. You told me you're like, <laughs> Hey, uh, Maybe you could give some advice out to people. I'm like, I don't want any advice from me. I'm, what the fuck is that about? Well, I'm I, a successful guy, but like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I was, I meant more so of like, when I said that to you, I meant like your 37 year old Ryan Han Stevens now, married, two kids. You know, what kind of advice would you have for a younger Ryan? You know, that's all I meant by that. But if that sparked a random thought, let me know. Here's, yeah, so here's one that can apply to everybody. I don't care if you're young, old, or whatever. If you own a kitchen and someone has a stove in there and it's cooking anything in the world, one piece of advice. Don't buy shredded cheese. Buy a block of cheese and shred that shit yourself. It is so much better. Or I don't care if you're making breakfast sandwiches or pizza, or I normally name fat guy foods, whatever the fuck you healthy people are eating that involves cheese. Shred your own cheese out of a block. Don't buy a bag of shredded cheese. It's, it's worse. It tastes worse. It's terrible. Okay, I was just going to ask you why, because for me, the the it, the time consumption to shred your own cheese and but you say that when I was a kid, my mother used to make tacos and she used to do shredded Velveeta cheese. I used to fucking love it. Like yeah. Geez, so yeah. the other night we had nice sharp cheddar. Boom, just swiping it down the thing. Had tacos on a taco. It is it changes the whole game. The okay. whole game has changed. What does that have to do with two stone? You'd be like, Ryan, thank you so much for changing my life. It only took me three minutes to shred my own cheese, and it tastes way better. And there's something oddly satisfying about shredding the cheese in the grater. Yeah, you did it. You did, you basically made the cheese. They didn't make the cheese. It's either. just cool looking. It feels cool. And then you lift the thing up and it's all this cheese right there. But what, I got to ask you, though. Maybe I missed something. What does that have to do with two ovens in a kitchen? Oh, I don't know. Maybe you're cooking something with some cheese on it. Right? You know. <laughs> okay. All right. So just a random thought. Random right. thought. You know? Fair enough. You know, something is so, melting. I was going to uh, say, like, if you have one oven, are you not allowed to shred your own cheese? No, I shred. I also use I use our oven and I shred our cheese. <laughs> All right. We have a nice house here. When, so when when did you discover? When did you find this out about yourself? Uh, recently, way too long. Way Is too it because long. you have a wife now, and like that was part of it? I showed her. I showed her the light. <laughs> she showed me like fifty lights. I've shown her one, and that's it. And it was the cheese light blockage. Yeah, nice. That's it. She All right. What else you got? Anything else? I have nothing else to add on the shredded cheese except for I am a bit of a cheese snob. Um, well, yeah, we're going to make the meal you made the other night, too, on uh, Tony Grill. So. 
Oh, nice. The little fucking, uh, little, the Tony sauce. Yeah, good. Yeah. Cream cheese sauce. Cream cheese Tony. Yeah, cream cheese Tony. That's right. What else you got for me? Uh, is that, I think the clear deodorant goes on a lot smoother, <laughs> but white deodorant works better, but it might, but it rips your arm hairs out. Yeah. You should shave it up. But you am I doing it too hard? You gotta get you shave that. You gotta shave under there a little bit. That you don't shave ripping. your fucking armpits. <laughs> what are you, a wrestler? Oh shit! So listen, put your deodorant there. You shave your armpits. You don't scratch your dog. <laughs> clear, clear deodorant is the worst invention, of, arguably of all time. You feel wet. You feel like you're sweating, right? and oh, even you if you smell fantastic, even if you smell fantastic, it still bleeds through your shirt. Yeah, even you if you're not sweating, I'm with you. I'm a dry deodorant guy. You gotta use but, the wool. Well, just you know, maybe I could apply less pressure, I guess. Because no, hurts. you have to get in there. Well, it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> no, I understand. But if you're just kind of like, Ugh, like that's not gonna work either, bro. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you gotta do it where it hurts. This well, listen. The clear, de clear time. deodorant. I remember one of my first clear deodorants I got was like an Old Spice one that you you spun up and it like had like almost gel type stuff. Was the worst. Oh, where did the gel go? That was the worst. That was the worst though. Come on. Worst. Son. Come on, son. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, dude. I'm I'm like a you know meat and potatoes kind of deodorant guy. Just like give me some arm yeah. and hammer. Just. Throwing in there. some yeah. potatoes. Yeah, exactly. What else you got? That was a good one. That was a good random thought because clear deodorant fucking sucks. Yeah, Anything first else? random thought sucked. That one, second one was okay. Let's do a third one. <laughs> yeah. You like threesomes? You like three thoughts, bud? What do you got? What's the third one? Uh, that Morgan Wallen songs are awesome, but I don't really want to see him in concert. Really? This yeah. now this might be because you're married, because Morgan Wallen's fan base is beautiful. Yeah, it is. But I also saw Luke Combs in concert, and it was the shit. I just watched videos of Luke Combs in concert. And I'm like, yo, I gotta go see that. So we went to Boston. And we saw that. I watched I watched videos of Morgan Wallen in concert. And I'm like, that's just kind of boring. I don't. Morgan Wallen. You know what? Now that you say that, I'm thinking like Morgan Wallen hits because I'm a fan of country. I'm a fan of both uh, Luke Combs and him. He does. He is more of like a, maybe a date night kind of concert instead of like a go out and have a good time. And yeah, but you can't bang at the in the balcony of Spac. What are you? <laughs> it was a long time ago, Ryan. Okay, <laughs> and listen here. Okay, couple of things. You can, and it's just not. Yeah. It's just not anything that anybody would recommend. But yeah, also, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but also. Luke Combs is in a different stratosphere as far as artists goes and music Are stars. Are you me? I guarantee if we look up what they made last year, they're about even. Not in what they made. I'm talking about in live performance. He's up there with fucking Garth, man. He just well, goes yeah, fucking Luke Combs, you saw him in Boston. He's punting, you know, pint glasses into the, into the crowd and stuff. The whole stage rotates. He's like, dude, it's fucking fun to go see and he's a big guy. I like that well, too. Like they were the solo cups, not pint glasses. That would have killed. Yeah, people. I was like, dude, are you sure he's uh, kicking fucking twelve ounces in there? Killed somebody. Uh, he probably should have rated some of the people, but yeah, uh, they were like the red solo cups. What's the last? What's the last good concert you went to? Bowlby, Bowlby always. 
You probably don't even know what that is. Not even I have zero clue what you're talking about. Dude, is that a rapper? A rock band. Hello. They're, they're a rock band. For what you guys don't know, with Ryan's NASCAR hat and his NASCAR background, this guy just listens to like trap house music constantly. He loves that shit. I love Tech Nine. I love Boldy. <laughs> I love weird shit. No, that's not weird. That's music. That's not weird. Just because just because it's not like country. I love Morgan Wallen. I love Luke Combs. But I'd only go to see one of yeah. them in concert again. That's hey, listen. I'm with you. You got any more Ryan's of any more Ryan's random thoughts? That was good. That was good. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll give three of the people this week, and I think we better save it so they might listen again this week, next week. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, listen, big, big, big news. We got our first ever interview. Okay, it's coming up with our boy Tommy Z. Okay, episode guys is a little bit longer than normal, but we have a ton to talk about today. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy Tommy. Here he is, Tommy Z. It's time. All right, Ryan, we've got Tommy. It's Tommy Z, TKO Tommy, Tommy Tap Out. We've got the UFC coming up, okay? For those of you who follow me, follow Ryan, I, you know, I love the UFC just because I like to watch dudes fight like everybody else. Um, but no expert. Our buddy Tom here, you know, I don't think he'll call himself an expert, but he knows quite about the sport, knows a lot about the sport. He's a great gambler when it comes to UFC, fight nights, a bunch of different things like that. Just combat sports. Just combat sports. And uh, I know he looks little and brittle, but he's a bad motherfucker. He does some training himself. And uh, we're bringing them in to talk some fights. So, Ryan, I'll let you take it over. Tommy, you too. What do you got for the fights coming up? Yeah, what I like about you, Tom, and why I always trust what you say and put my money behind it is because you actually put that work in. So I know you're breaking down film and fights and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, we're just glad to have you on. So um, if you want to introduce yourself, uh, go ahead. I know we already gave you quite the intro, but... Tommy. Um, well, you, yeah. How long I, have you been doing it? I guess we'll start there. How long have you been doing it? And what's your how long? I, have you I've been really breaking fit? down fights seriously for probably about seven years now. I was really just trying to get my friends involved, like you guys. Um, and then I started, you know, I got pretty good at it. So I just kept it rolling and nice. you know, here we are. How long is it? So you're doing it almost every day throughout the week? Breaking down film? Yeah, pretty much. Um, usually I start on Monday, uh, three to four hours a night. Um, get through Thursday night. Usually I'm done by, with everything. All right, sweet. Well, we got a couple questions for you. Our pod runs a little long, so we're going to keep it short and sweet. Um, first question that I have for you, and this is so, you know, people can throw these bets out there, uh, singles and parlays, whatever they want to do. But one fun thing to bet on Um that I love doing is a fight to finish early. So you can root for both guys to just end each other or both women to both just end each other. Um, what fight on this card do you think does not go the distance? Well, there's going to be quite a few fights on the card that I feel like aren't going to go the distance. Um, but a fight that I'm not really too comfortable with the outcome where I just think these guys are just, one of them is going to end up knocking each other out. Yeah. Um, is the Ribeiro versus Al Hassan fight? Two guys, oh, big yeah. power. You got Ribeiro. He's making his debut. So um, I just think they're just going to slug it out. It's probably going to be inside two rounds. Somebody's going to sleep. Perfect. Um, I love that. And so while you do this, I'll actually um, 
I'm on like DK Sportsbook right now. Um, I'm just going to look at the odds. I picked that sportsbook only because it was one that I already had up on the computer here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a question. I got I got a question while you're doing that, Rye. Yeah. What do you, is there any particular angle you look for? Like, I know, I mean, with fights, is there anything that you, I mean, what's the thing you're focusing on? Are you looking for a guy who's more about takedowns, more stand-up? Does it depend fight to fight? Is there any kind of angle that you specifically look for in each fight when you're gambling? Well, for DraftKings, you are looking for specifics. Um, but when it comes to breaking down the fights, basically I just I do my research on one fighter, see where they're good, see where they're bad, look at the other fighters, see where they're good, see where they're bad, and then I just look for the matchup. What That little thing in the matchup could be cardio, uh, could be volume, whatever that is, that makes a difference, and that's what – that's what the pick is. How do you know what their cardio is? I mean, you're not in the gym with these guys. Where are you finding you, that? You can see it. You can see it. You see a lot of guys, they'll come out, they'll throw 50 strikes in the first round. They'll look dominant. Second round, they'll throw 20 strikes. They'll be backing up more. Third round, they're just looking to survive. Gotcha. Yeah, um, you see that Tone, a lot. Tone and I couldn't spot cardio a fucking mile. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a fantastic yeah. point. Cardio, damn your rector. What? Yeah, yeah so sorry, right. Ryan. You, you got it? Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I pulled it up. I was just thinking, you know, well, what might be value? Um, like, just looking at the lines in that specific fight, if maybe you didn't think they just smashed each other <laughs> up to that, over one and a half is plus 180. Um, because if you look at those, like, odds, like, under two and a half is minus 550. So not about not a big value there. Um, but one thing, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, Tom, but if you were to pick one fighter, and I know this is a toss-up and you don't feel good about it, uh, it is dead even too. Al Hassan yeah. plus one twenty to end the fight early. Ribeiro plus one hundred to end the fight early. I won't even ask you that. Then I'll let people follow you on social media, whatever. See what you end up with for all your picks. But for anyone looking, you can get plus odds on either one of these guys knocking each other out, and Tom thinks it's going to happen. So yeah, I mean, and I'll I'll say I I have Ribeiro right now. My biggest fear with him is he's making his debut. A lot of times we've seen it debuting fighters do stumble on the way into the UFC, but Al Hassan is not, you know, he's not a proven bet. He's a vet. He's been in the UFC, but you can't trust him. Are the those, guys, are, are those prices, are those prices short though? Because they both like Vegas thinks both of them are going to potentially knock the shit at each other early. Or are those, are those yeah. odds light because they think the fight might actually go the distance? No, I mean, you see both guys at plus 100, um, they think that somebody's going to get the knockout. I mean, the fight to go, you know, inside the distance, what'd you say it was minus 550? So they expect a knockout. No, that's, it's actually minus 900 for the fight to end early. It's minus 550 for it to end under two and a half rounds. Oh, okay. Okay. They think somebody's going to get knocked out. There's going to be action on both sides. Yeah. You know, that's that's they're, they're, they're actually both great numbers because the because they don't know who's going to win. Like, right. typically, if there was a favorite there, they're going to be minus 250, minus 225, something like that to end the fight early. So right. you get some good value there if you pick the right side. But yeah, the Ribeiro, we'll keep that in the back of our mind. That might come up in uh, one of my later questions here. Um, next question. This is a little different, maybe a little easier for you. We'll see. Uh, I know nothing's easy in the UFC when two people are trying to kill each other. But – who who is your favorite piece that you might call? I know nothing's safe, like I said, but safe to put into a parlay. And you're gonna do 
49ers and a fighter or something like that. Who's your who's your favorite fighter there? Just to get the win. Doesn't have to knock them out. Doesn't this is just hy- hypothetically speaking, Tom. Just the 49ers and someone. Maybe the 49ers yeah, yeah. win at home against the Seahawks. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so basically, there's a, there's a few fighters on this card. Um, Namaga Madoff is definitely one that I love. He's like minus 900 at this point, which is insane. What if we kept it um, minus 500 or better? I would, yeah. So, so the, the fighters that I, I really like, I like their style. I think they, they're going to win this fight. I think they can win. I think they can both finish their fight. Is um, Alan Nascimento, number one. He's like minus 330. Yeah. Uh, and Javid Basharat. Those two guys, I think their style's great. Basharat, high fight IQ. Everything about that kid I like. Uh, very good fighter. Uh, so I think he wins no problem. And then you could pair those two up, and then you could throw in one of the, like a Nurmagomedov or something like that um, in a three-fighter parlay if you wanted to. Yeah, I just did that. It gets it close to even money. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. And and basically, if you follow me on social media, my main parlay is generally going to be around like plus 150 to plus 200. I don't go crazy with three, four, five fighters in a parlay. Yeah, you bet. I mean, betting UFC, I guess, is similar to kind of how I bet. Like, a lot of the bets that I take are around even money, or I try to get them as best as I can, obviously. But, um, yeah. So, who on this card is a, is a true dog that you think can pull out the pull out a win? Well, I like Raquel Pennington. I mean, she's only plus 100. Um, not a huge dog, but she's in every fight. She's fast. She's going to be – she's going to have – uh, the more volume in this fight. She's a vet. She's been around for a long time. Um, she would probably be my safest dog that I have on the card. Um, but I also like um, even Roman, uh, Roman. What's that? Even money. Yeah. So even yeah, money, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, even money dog. Not not a huge dog. Uh, but I also like Roman Kopolov. He's. I think he's the, the more technical fighter of the two. I think he's like plus 200 right now. Um I think he could win. I think he could win by knockout. But I think if this fight goes the distance, his cardio, although neither one of them are known for cardio, they both kind of slow down. I think he's the more technical fighter, and he'll he'll be the one in the third round um, that'll have the better cardio. He is Soriano be, like, is he like a big one eighty five? This guy looks like a monster. Is he? Soriano is a big dude. He throws yeah. bombs. Um, he's got knockout power, but part of the problem with throwing bombs like that is he does tend to slow down. So if he doesn't get that knockout early. Um, you know, I feel like Kapilov can pick him apart and, you know, you know, like I said, Soriano could obviously win this fight by knockout, but I'm looking at it. might be moving your way too. Cause you said it was probably around plus 200. That might've been during your breakdowns or whatever, but he's plus 130 right now. So turning in in Kapilov's uh, way right now. Yeah. So that, I like that then. Yeah. All right, so maybe we'll take that tonight. Um, Tom, can you please plug all of your stuff here, um, just social media, whatever, where people can follow you and get all your picks this weekend? Yeah, so everything I do is at Tommy Z MMA. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm all over the place. Everything's the same. Uh, basically, TikTok, I do my videos there, break down the fights a little bit more. Uh, Twitter, I'm just going to post my bet picks. And everything from my TikTok is going to go to my Instagram, so... It, wherever awesome. you follow me have you on again for like you know we had you on this week UFC's coming back after their break uh but if you wouldn't mind coming on maybe for pay-per-views or something like that you know we have some big cards or fun fights or something like that we'd love to have you yeah, yeah. I, i'd love it 
Absolutely. Ryan and I were talking. Every major fight, definitely bring you on. Unless you lose this week, then fuck off. But um, <laughs> And you've got a real mic. Ryan and I are going to go do some shopping this weekend. We're going to figure it out by shopping, drinking in his basement, and Googling stuff. But we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do that. But, uh, dude, I appreciate you coming on. It, you're, you are – it's always good to see you and talk to you about the fights and whatnot. Our G-Men got a big game coming up Sunday. Well, you got a quick prediction for me for what's going to happen? You know, I'm a huge Giants fan. I'm a homer, but I really do think <laughs> the Giants are going to roll. I really so do. I. I love that. I think they're going to – the pass rush is going to smash them, and yeah. I, I think they'll be fine. They'll run it with Jones and Barkley, and, and that, that'll that be that. I'm excited. Brian, you got anything else for Tommy Z? Fucking Tommy no, Tom. I appreciate you taking the time, man. Sorry this is quick, but our, our pod runs long because we got a lot of crazy shit we talk about. So um, we hope to have you on again, and I'll be seeing you soon, I'm sure. All right, guys. Sounds good. Hey, Thank you. Thanks, Tom. But, Ryan, everyone's favorite segment. No, it's TV, man. Camera adds a couple hundred pounds. What's the fattest thing that you have done this week? Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Why don't you go first? I go first. Mine's pretty simple. Is uh, you know, I thought about this long and hard, and a couple examples actually, which is probably not a good thing. But I think the number one thing is that all of my Christmas gift cards for food are gone. <laughs> gone. How many did you have? If I wasn't hungry, it didn't matter. <laughs> I, I would be driving, and you always drive by a Dunkin'. You do too. Where you live, it's it's you got you got accessibility to some like garbage food too. It's yeah, close. It's like I could eat two wraps, so I probably should. Yeah, I didn't. It's not my money. It's not yeah. my money. <laughs> so let me ask you: How many? How many food? How many uh, gift cards did you have? I don't know how I'm gonna say. I had um, I even had stuff to places I don't like. <laughs> Subway, those are gone. Yeah. Those are. <laughs> what do you What do you get at Subway? You know, what, a- you know what I got at Subway? <laughs> Whatever their fucking fake tuna is. That's what I get. That's yeah. what I get. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get the Philly cheesesteak if I'm feeling frisky, but I get the tuna too. But I have to look at it first. If it's not like white white like they threw a bunch of mayonnaise in it i won't get it because i don't oh, trust man. another shit yeah i always lick it first <laughs> all right so you ate everything really quick freeze that's okay through, you're freeze a, through that one. you're you're a growing boy i'm sorry what'd you say i always lick it first yeah i'm breezing right through that so <laughs> what i was gonna say to you is what was what what was the best one like because it was like a hungover Taco Bell gift card one day. It was like an out to dinner with no, your No, Dunkin's always the best because in the morning when you're going to the office, two wraps are awesome. Awesome. They're great. Can I say something yeah. you might not like? They have to be injected with crack or something. They Can I say to- I think they suck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I do. The Dunkin' Donuts breakfast wraps. Is that what you're talking about, right? Oh, well, because you're so Italian that the sausage is <laughs> No, it just tastes like I don't – for my money and I'm getting a wrap, I'll take a Taco Bell crunch wrap any fucking day of the week. It's not even a close. crunch wrap at fucking 7 in the morning? Who, what, who raised what you? Are you ta- what are you talking about? It's breakfast. 
And oh, I don't need it seven crunch wraps? I thought you were making a crunch wrap supreme at seven in the morning. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, you hold on. If you've never had Taco Bell breakfast, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, and let me ask you this because I'm a big sausage egg and cheese or bacon egg and cheese guy on a biscuit from McDonald's. Somebody at work the other day told wait, me wait, wait, wait. That, you don't get the sausage from McDonald's. No, I get the bacon. I get two bacon, egg, and cheeses and a hash brown. Are we fighting? I think we're fighting. I think we're fighting. Okay. I just might have this migraine all of a sudden. Is that is so? That's the fattest thing you did. You ate everything that people gifted you. Yeah, I thought that it could last. Like you know, you tell yourself first of all, this is going to sound stupid, but like. I have money. I don't need the gift card. To- well, no, that's not, but that's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have the gift cards. Like, for some reason, when you buy that shit with the gift card, <laughs> it slaps so much harder. It really does, dude. Yeah. Like, it why does. does a sausage and cheese wrap just like bang when I pay with a Dunkin' card that I didn't buy? It just bangs me so hard. And I, I <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, anyway you're giving it to I'm me. with you. I'm with you. There is something. There is something that tastes a little bit better about it, and that's why I think I can do Subway because when I get a Subway that I'm not paying for, I'm like, that's a decent sandwich. It's not. It's garbage, but that's too good. Listen, speaking of fast food chains, sticking on that, the fattest thing that I did this week, mm. and I haven't even told you this happened on Tuesday. I've been holding this in. On Tuesday, Ryan, I have uh, I have meetings at work on Tuesdays and Fridays. I go to like 8 and get out of there 11 o'clock or whatever. And, uh, you know, I don't really eat breakfast too much. I know we just talked about crunch rash, but I try not to. I try to, like, eat at, like, 1 or 2 o'clock. I'm a fitness freak. No big deal. Anyway. Same Z's. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of which, tomorrow's leg day. No big deal. But we're going to go to McDonald's mm-hmm. after the meeting. My standard order at McDonald's, it's it's pretty standard. I normally get like a 10-piece and a double cheeseburger. That's what I get with a Coke. What's your order? You're the spicy McChickens? Sometimes. No, never, never. Sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll get just like the chicken sandwich. But 85% of the time, it's a double cheeseburger. Stop shaking your fucking head at me. It's a double cheeseburger. It's a 10-piece meal. And I'm going to do it over Saturday, but I'm thinking about like – Changing my address. Dude, whatever. That's fine. You can change your address. I still know where your house is. <laughs> you know? No. So, no, do, you ever, do you get onions? It comes with onions. Tell me you've never had a double cheeseburger. No, you've never you had a double cheeseburger? No, but you don't say no onions? No. Wait, you, you, you don't want onions? I never want onions on there. Oh my god. Okay. Listen, let me see. we're not the big guys. We're the confused guys. Well then shut up and let me finish the story, okay? Right, so no, I go to McDonald's. So I go to McDonald's and it's most the majority of McDonald's now have the two drive-thrus, right? Yep. So I pull into the McDonald's, there's somebody at the first, you know, window. So I go to the second one. So it's this person and then it's me. So this person drives away because their order was in. So I'm up next. I'm sitting there for like, I don't know, 30 seconds or whatever. Another car comes pulling up and does the same thing that I had done. doesn't come behind me. It goes to the other open spot. So I'm just looking at the car now and I'm like, 
if this fucking person gets the order before me, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. And I just hear, welcome to McDonald's. Are you using your mobile app today? And, it, and I just like look over and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I have to tell you, the reason this is the fattest thing I've done all week is because I was way too upset about this. I was fucking mad for 48 hours. I'm like, and I'm doing the douchebag thing where I'm like, excuse me, is this thing working? Like, hello? Like, yeah, like friend, friends would never go back there like, oh, BK is getting my business from now on, bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to lie like that. I just waited. I mean, that's ultimately what happened. But I'm in my car, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was here. This person's over here. Why do you have the two lanes if I can't, if I can't go first? I was so fucking pissed off. To the point to where when I'm going through the drive-thru, I felt like my dad. I was like, I'm going to fucking give this guy a piece of my mind. And I get to the counter. It's just like some 17-year-old girl. I'm like, all right, well, we're not going to – we're just going to not say anything because we, we don't even need this McDonald's, you fat fuck. Like just – so <laughs> it was a little bit of an eye-opening moment. I do – you know me. I do tend to kind of flip out here and there and get upset about stuff. I was irrationally mad in my car about this. I'm talking like, I don't even fucking understand. Like, I, it was, it was, it was ugly. And then I got my food, and I was like a baby on a bottle. I was happy as a pig and shit. First yeah. bite of a nugget, ball game. I was fine. Yeah, like honey mustard just dripping down your. Yeah. Wait, you don't get barbecue? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Listen. How many times do you think you and I have ate fast food together? This is how fat we are. We've probably had fast food together a thousand times, and we're just discovering that I like onions. Like, I mean, what are we talking about? It's in the four digits. That's crazy. <laughs> Listen, do you have anything else to add to this is the fattest thing you've done this week? Nope. I just, not, that I, I, not that I want to say. That's fair. I was disappointed in myself, and I just – I. Like if, and I'm happy we're doing this podcast because if we weren't, it wouldn't have popped in my mind. And I just would have went on my day and why was trying to figure out why I was miserable on a Tuesday. But then I was like, dude, the McDonald's drive through at 1145 probably shouldn't tear up your whole week, you know? So that's why it felt like the fattest thing I've done. Um, McDonald's one, big tone, zero. Ryan, it was a good show. I thought this was great. It was. It was fun. I know it was a longer episode. I hope everybody listens to it. Like I said, we have a bunch of stuff, guys. I cannot stress it enough. We're going to post our gambling picks uh, on our Twitter handles, on the big guys, all of that. Follow, like, listen, subscribe, all of that. We're trying to uh, we're trying to do some things this weekend as far as some videos. We got some plans for the future. College basketball is on the horizon. This is the Big Guys Podcast. Ryan, any final thoughts? No, definitely check our Twitters uh, for the final plays. I'll post some plays tonight that I'm on. It's a lot of teasers. That's just how it is in the playoffs. I just think that the lines are pretty tight, and I think that there's an advantage in teaching them one way or the other. That's right. And just a reminder, the TBG parlay this week, guys, is – Buffalo first half, Cincy, Baltimore under the big guys. Ryan, if you don't have anything else to add, fucking DJ, hit that music.